Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a whole new ballgame around here. A new sound spectacular. Sean Salisbury. Former NFL quarterback, Sean Salisbury. USC Trump. friend, Sean Salisbury. Brian LaLima. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop, chop, he says I'm gonna win big. This is the all-new Sean Salisbury Show. Welcome into the Sean Salisbury Show on a Thursday morning here in Houston, Texas. Sean Salisbury, Brian LaLima, Ryan Money. We got Brian Bogusevic joining the show at 7 a.m. The stakeout at 7.15. We'll have Ian Rappaport at some point this morning trying to hammer those details down. Astros in game number two of the ALDS. Framer Valdez on the mound. 237 first pitch. 130 on deck show here on your home for Astros baseball sports talk 790. The Braves won yesterday. The Padres won yesterday. Both of those NLDS series are evened out. Thursday night football tonight. What a barn burner that's going to be. Sean, Ryan, how we feeling this morning on a Thursday? You guys pumped? Ready Man, how, to go? you, how, how the hell do you think we're feeling? How the, how the hell do you think we're that's feeling how, today? That's how you're starting? It's Thursday. Yeah. They're 1-0 in the series. Uh-huh. We get to talk sports, and your bitch ass opens up with, how do you think we're feeling? No, no. How, how are we how feeling? Are you well, feeling? let me tell you how we're feeling. <laughs> let me tell you how we're feeling. We're up 1-0. Do you ever, the reason why I'm saying, did you ever hear Tommy Lasorda's rant when they were asking him about Dave Kingman's performance? Dave who? If you get a chance, go Tommy Lasorda's rant on Dave Kingman's performance. Oh, you can't pull that up right now. How do I feel about Dave King? He hit three home runs and drove in like 10 runs in a game against him. And he goes, how do I feel about Dave Kingman's effing performance? Well, let me tell you how I effing feel about Dave Kingman's effing performance. And he went, oh, dude, it was one of the all-timers. So that's why I'm asking. You ask how we feel. You want to know how I feel? How I feel about today. Yeah. How I feel we're up 1-0. But I feel good on a good way. Tommy wasn't feeling it that day. Do you... Feel, feel like I do. Yeah. Feel me? Dude, I'm in today. You feel me? I'm picking up what you're putting down. That's for damn sure. It's I'd a great like, day to be alive. I that's, know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. That's, that's Peter Frampton, by the way. Well, that one. I was singing Lone Star, yes. Oh, ooh, okay. Do hey, you, you. Besides, besides some big-time uh, big Major League Baseball games, the Commanders and Bears, Thursday Night Football. Let me explain to you something about Thursday Night Football. <laughs> if you don't have Prime, go get it for this game. Yeah. I mean, when you better go get it. When you got the commanders and the Bears getting together, and Ron Rivera throws his quarterback under the bus, and the Chicago Bears can't throw up, when those two teams get together, I just got one suggestion throw out all the records. It's like when Sol Ross State plays McMurray in the I 20 Battle of I 20. Exactly. Like, it's comparable. I mean, ratings wise, probably Sol Ross. I would say. Cabo del Sol, what I call him. Yeah. I mean, shout out to Ron and Williams for the uh, Soros State Lobos leading the nation in tackles this year. 
In what division is that? In Division Three NCAA. I like that. You got to give credit where credits due. Dude, man. I didn't know I was at. Yeah, they're about five hundred on the season. But hey, Ron and Williams. Let me tell you something. Shout out, hey, Lobos. Leading something anywhere is good, right? Right. The Battle of I twenty. Yes. Mark that down on your calendars. And when you think about the like the Red River shootout showdown now it's well shootout uh, when correct. you see that one the red or River when you talk rivalry. about the civil war oregon oregon state right, right. yeah and you think about the apple cup you think about the uh, iron bowl all these things what's the one mississippi state knows is that the egg bowl yep right yep notre dame usc whatever we call that just a battle for right. two really good universities okay football programs right and soul ross state yes Simply known around these parts as Cabo del Sol State. Uh huh. And what's the other team? McMurray. McMurray. Right. The thing you up have to do when you open up Abilene, heading out to West Texas, right? Battle I 20. Yeah. Bingo. I 20. See it right there. And matter of fact, isn't Abilene where you can grab a steak? What's that big, big old steak? Is that Abilene? God. Where there's like a steak, like 75 ounces of them. You eat it, you get it for free. Is that Abilene? Mm. Am I in the wrong city? I know all about Abilene. I, I do. Um, but there's some big old place. Where the Big like, Texan. Yeah. Is that Abilene? The Big Texan. It's like 75 ounces. You eat it and you get it for Amarillo. free. Amarillo. Am, yeah. Close. Amarillo by morning. Close. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I used to go there all the time. That's right. Did you do the Big Texan? Uh, no. Not I think do the biggest it, but did steak, you eat it? No. Yeah. That's 72 ounce steak. Yeah. Uh, the biggest I've had there, I think, was 48 ounces. Yeah. Oh but you know what? That's true. Amarillo. I, I drive by it. It's right there as you're headed. Headed, as you like to say, headed west. Headed west. You sit there and peek on the right side when you get to Amarillo by morning, and you see old Big Texan right there. I've never stopped in there to get a vittle, though, because the timing, I'm usually rolling through there in the a.m. It's, it's definitely like the main, one of the main tourist attractions there, and the only time anyone famous really ever came through Amarillo is because they were headed west and they stopped for a steak. Exactly. There you go. So there you go. But what time we get to get to Amarillo by when? Morning by yeah. morning, yeah. 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 You go by morning. And what's the battle I twenty? And where's uh, where's uh, McMurray out again? McMurray's in Abilene. Abilene, yeah. Abilene, Amarillo starts with a day, right? You know, it's, the same. Count. it's all West Texas. Yeah, all I know is the records you got to throw them out. That's it. When the Astros and the Mariners get together, throw all the records out too. Luis Castillo on the mound for the Mariners. Going to get today. hammered. I'm saying, I'm saying four runs and he's out by the fifth. Look, I know he's a stud. I'm saying he shuts the Astros out, and we're going back to Seattle 1-1. One, one. One, I'm one. kidding, see? <laughs> People are like, what? Um, I got uh, a really good pitching matchup, though, with, yeah. with Framber and, and Castillo, and this is why they got him. Here they are, staring right at Anxious to see how this comes about. It's twofold, too. How does the emotional part, and we know who's got the emotional favor, I mean favorite in this after what happened, but how do you overcome both? Think about what I'm saying here now. It's Brian LaLima in the house, along with Ryan. Yeah, we're both here. <laughs> Sean, throw out all the records. Soul Ross State. <laughs> when you get to to the point where you had the emotional high that the Astros felt. Now, when you say, well, do you want to come down for that? You almost have to to settle back in, right? Right, right. And so you've seen it. Okay, how do you handle an emotional high? It's kind of like, how do you handle success? And we know the Astros have handled it all year long and over the last half dozen years. And Seattle hadn't been in this situation very often. So how do you handle the incredible emotional gut punch you took? And I want to say failure, but failure in game one to close it out. That's what it was. And if you're Scott Service, who's been around a long time, how do you handle 
a bad managerial decision. So there's a lot of emotions that's flowing, and you probably got to get over them both equally as quick to move on to the next one. We're going to find out a lot about how Seattle responds today. Yeah, I think the biggest thing if you're the Astros is get on that team early. If they get on it early, it's going to make it a very, very difficult thing for the Mariners, especially yeah. with how they lost. Yeah, if you jump out early today and you hammer them and beat them, you know, beat them down, the, the, the rest of the series is more than likely a foregone conclusion. Right. Although you never, hey, we still got to play three of them and win three of them. I get it. But I'm, I'm sure that they've had the inner discussion of we have to get over this quickly. See, or you just don't discuss it and move on like it was another game, I guess, if you're Scott Service. Wouldn't spend too much time focusing on it. I think you have a pretty good idea what you got to do. If you, if you were in that situation, would you have gone with Robbie Ray? Absolutely not. Right. I think everybody in America would say the same thing. If you want my opinion, and you've, if you're looking at the analytics and the splits and Jordan Alvarez, you're my closer. Go finish the stuff. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Uh, that's how I feel. Unless the guy can't find the strike zone to walk three straight guys. I just, to me, I put my trust in you the whole time this year. And I got to, I got to, that's the, the, the word. You're going to close it or you're going to end up getting closed out yourself. So I don't, I don't make that move. Now, if I knew that he'd had 47 at bats and was one for 47 against Robbie Ray, then maybe, but that's not the case here. I would have stuck with my closer because when you got a closer at the back end, you're not worried about lefties, righties, and all that. You're worried about your guy's supposed to be able to get everybody out. Uh, and when he's struggling, he's a closer. There's a reason. Another note on Joe Espada. He interviewed, he's going to be interviewing for the Marlins and now the White Sox. Yeah. With, uh, Tony LaRusso looks like he's going to officially retire. Yeah, so they say those interviews are today, right? No, they're playing yesterday. Today. No, I know that's what I mean. But yesterday. like some, oh, the interviews were yesterday. Yeah, yes. it can't do a yeah, day off. There, they get. There's a little window that you can. I think it's because I saw the tweet early this morning, and it's like Joe Espada interviewing today, and I was like, well, we're playing today, but it's yeah, yeah, it was probably it was probably the post was probably sooner, like you said yesterday, sooner than or, it or, or, or yeah, yesterday morning or something. But he did, and the White Sox are looking. The name Bruce Bochy's come up in Chicago. Bruce Bochy. Bochy's name has come up, and I don't know if Bochy wants to come out of retirement and manage again. I don't. Yeah, that's a good get. It would be a good get because he knows how he's really good at it. So um, I'm anxious to see where Chicago goes with this, and they needed a change. And I hope Tony Larusa's health is okay, but yeah. they, they needed a managerial change. Right. So we will uh, we'll see where that goes. That team's too good to be floundering around. They got they got a good roster, right. a good pitching pitching staff. So we'll see. How it goes, but good luck to Joe Espada. If one, or one or both are offered to you, don't wait for. And I know Astros fans would like to wait on this, but you can't wait on it. You can't wait and hope. You just got to take the job that you feel most suited for. And I'm sure Joe Espada is going to get an opportunity. Yeah, I think the Marlins makes the most sense for for Joe Espada from the outside looking. He's from Jupiter, right down the road from Miami. He started his career in Miami. Um, then it's all about, like we, we discussed briefly towards the end of the show yesterday, is what's the culture fit for him? What's the philosophy? If that all fits, then if I was him, I would a well, thousand percent you, take it. Yeah, if all the culture and the philosophy and how you're going to do it and what, what your plan is and the roster fits for you and the money fits with years, it's very simple. You don't leave the building without, without making sure your name's on it if it's one of the jobs you love, whether it's in Miami, whether it's there. Um, and I know that the people are like, well, what if we lose out? He should wait here. No, you don't wait for any of it. If, if, you, if you've been promised the job, I get it. But if you haven't, you take what's offered to you. That's just called business, man. Right. That's just called business. And 
And uh, Jim Crane's a smart owner. He's got a hell of a manager now. If you're looking for a guy who in the future appears to be a guy that, that people love is, you know, Joe Espada. We'll see. But like anything, if somebody offers you a gig, take the one in the hand. Spe- you always do. Speaking of Jim Crane, Mark Berman got a quick interview with him yesterday. And Jim Crane said he was in his suite when Jordan hit that walk-off. He had a bunch of buddies with him. So they were jumping around and felt like they were in third grade again. Love it. I, I, you know who was the one that stuck out the most, too, in the celebration? And it doesn't matter if you're 80 or 20 celebrations they, those never get old is the guy who seemed i mean everybody was pumped up but i loved looking at vasquez and his in his yeah. reaction yeah a guy who's you know boston success but like i like he's been here with these guys for a decade struggling i mean the way he jumped down and looked in a big old smile like big, cheesy big grin cheesy oh grin. yeah, yeah. like it doesn't get old man and right. fitting right in it was a what a, what a great moment, and I loved the swagger, but not the over walk off the, the the way that he flipped his bat. It was just like what did uh, it was like, dude. I'm the man here. And without yeah. going, and he just pound the chest the way that you're not handling. It was just everything about that was perfection. And Jim, I mean, and uh, James Click pointed out yesterday. You're right. Normally, guys' heads snap, snap to the right and watch or to the left, depending on what dugout here. It's to the right, watching Jordan and watching the ball sail into the seats, and they watch, and then they come sprint out. Dude, that the sound, the crack of the bat. They were they were standing on the first baseline by the time that dude got out of the batter's box. Yeah, and it was the group of them. There's a lot of joy, man. Ain't nothing. It never gets old because, like I've said all the time, those are hard to come by. Yeah, I, I posted that picture yesterday, and it's of Jordan going down the first baseline. And the first three that were basically out of the dugout towards Jordan going up the first baseline: Mauricio Dubon, Trey Mancini, Christian Vasquez. Three new guys buying right in, in, man. Excited for their teammates. It was it was a hell of a watch, man. A Buy-in hell of a in. watch and a hell of a moment. One that you stick in the dog on memory bank and never forget. Dusty Baker spoke to the media yesterday and discussed some potential lineup changes for game number two. What could we see? We'll talk about it next on the Sean Salisbury Show. I'm listening to you. And- so emotionally tied to this team. The Sean Salisbury Show continues. All right, let's go. Sean Salisbury show here on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lima, Brian Money. We got Brian Bogusevic of AT&T Sportsnet joining the show at 7 o'clock this morning. Astros, Mariners, Game 2 of the ALDS, 237 first pitch. The On Deck Show here on Sports Talk 790 starts at 1.30. Framber Valdez on the mound. The Braves and Padres both won yesterday. They even out their respective NLDS series. Thursday night football tonight, Commanders and Bears. Devontae Adams charged with assault for shove after Monday night football. Just hit on that real quick. Devontae Adams, the guy that he shoved was literally a part of the ESPN crew. Just a guy walking by, doing his job. He shoves him, and the guy went and filed a police report, and then it was uh, it's like a misdemeanor simple assault. Now, this must have been some shove, because the report I heard on the radio show before us is that... He had whiplash, yeah. minor concussion. Yeah. 
and severe headaches. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just we know what it. he's doing. I mean, come Listen, on. Listen, just stop it. Okay. Well, that's some shove. One, one is, well, you know what? Get the officials in there. Review it. And then that'll determine. Yeah. And then they're going to fire the team doctor that yeah, checked him out. To, yeah, 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 you have to. It's a good Protocol. Point. Listen. What Devontae Adams did was stupid. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, as you know, I, that's athletes who think that it's carte blanche. Well, he was in his way. No, he wasn't. He, he was crossed. I understand. Well, if you're normally, if you feel bad for doing something like that, you help the guy up. And on that feeling of emotion, I get the frustration. You're going in. He was, he was pissed, got beat. It was a, it was a bad loss. And guy, guy got in the way. But he's a credentialed. He, he's allowed down there, too. But the timing of it, oh, he's in his way. Well, then guess what? Just go around him. It's not like it's a single hallway where you're shoulder to shoulder like you're sitting in some MRI machine, right, getting your shoulder done. You can go around him. Or he can stop and walk through, you know, whatever it is. You know how you do that? You're, what side are you going to go? Yeah, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, yeah, and go. So to, to make excuses for Devontae Adams to say, well, the guy got it's the guy's fault for getting in his way because uh, he could have been a danger. He was dangerous. No, you could tell it's not like he's some dude who jumped from the stands. Devontae was mad. What he did was stupid. And you, you don't get carte blanche because you're an athlete. Well, he was in his workspace. Well, credential down there, isn't that his workspace too? Yeah. So there's that part. Devontae made a big mistake, but let, let's stop now. Let, let's stop with frivolous lawsuits, okay? If the guy really did get whiplash and he has to go to the doctor, then guess what? Have some, then Devontae can pay for his doctor's payments if he doesn't have insurance, right? Bill is doctor. But the, the, oh, I'm going to sue him. That, just just friggin' stop it. Just stop it. Okay? Uh, another, another note of the headlines, the NHL season. The puck dropped. I watched. I don't, do, do, do Who's you your me? hockey team, Sean? Your Bruins? You know what? No, I, I, I'm not. I, you know, it's weird. I grew up, I didn't really have, I, I just loved hockey. I'll tell you when I, early, just because I remember my earliest watching hockey, it was a one game a week. And you'd see like the, 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 the Blackhawks, the Bruins, the Islanders, Red the Rangers, Wings. the Buffalo Sabres. My first initial love for hockey, just watching it on TV, because there was no, out in California, in, in Arizona, you didn't have, you had the Phoenix Roadrunners. You didn't have a, an NHL team until later on, right, with the Kings. And so I walk, uh, wake up, my first memories of hockey, you know, we're watching the old Stan Makita, the Blackhawks, and, the, and the, the, like I said, the Rangers and the Islanders, but I, and the, and the Red Wings, but was the Buffalo Sabres and their French Connection line. And I could name them so that I watched them. So I fell in love with Buffalo Sabres hockey, but they, they were never my team. So it really, at that time, you play, you just like players. I was just rooting for players because I didn't have any home team to root for. And as it's gone on, you know, I've just, and the truth is, I have a, like, I love watching Nashville's fans and these, I, I do. So I, I don't even know if I have, I guess probably because it's close in proximity and my mom and dad and family were living there and, and it, and Tanya is a, and, and my sister and brother and the whole bunch of friends, the Las Vegas, just because I, I kind of a new one to root for, right? Yeah. But watching, you know, like I said, the Red Wings and, and but I grew up a Sabres because they just stuck out because I loved their French connection line. And that's what they called it. And I saw it still to this day. Like when I get when you go get into it now, if they were in it, when I went to the Stanley Cup, when Washington was playing. Um, you know, Ovechkin got his first Stanley Cup. I went to the first two games of that series in Vegas and it was a phenomenal watch in person. 
I think hockey's the best sport in person to watch. That's just me. I can get on board with yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's the best. Um, and probably the worst on TV for if you can't follow the puck. But especially if you're new, you're like, well, it's hard, you know, new viewer. But so I, I don't, I guess I did Vegas, but I still, when I went to Chicago to watch the Blackhawks, what a great place that is to watch hockey. Detroit. So I love the the, the old school arenas and old school you know, hockey, but I, I don't really have I, the the Bruins have always been on. You know, they were on TV all the time. Those six or eight to hockey, they were always on TV. So I, I don't really have a favorite. It's weird. I don't have one. I'd probably say I'd lean to Las Vegas um, just because it was new and it was kind of cool to see them explode on the scene with family there. But I, I don't honestly don't have one. I think it's more players and I just like good hockey, right? It's a hell of a question. But I don't have one where I'm like, that's my... Because I didn't grow up in a hockey, so I just kind of grew up watching it, but not having a team. So, I, But I'd I, love to have it here so I could root for one and exactly, take it on. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. I hope somewhere down the road we do see a, a hockey team it's here. It's the only... Honestly, I've had, I, I would stand in line. You know how you go to the movies and you say, oh, I'll stand in line to get a ticket or you know, get a Star Wars ticket. You know how people are wrapped around the building? Mm-hmm. That would be one that I would. I, season tickets, I would, I would be willing to stand in line for... See, I mean, I'm talking about when I say stand line, stand line for everything. But I'm talking about one of those long lines. You're like the 400th person in line. If that's what it was, we were still doing. Yeah, I'd I'd be willing to do that. Stand overnight like you do when for Black Friday to get into to get to your TV. Right. I, I would definitely do that for season tickets. I I, I love hockey. I, I would think that it would make perfect sense for them to have a team here. Dallas has the stars. You add a team here. You play you play at Toyota Center. And what they're doing with the Arizona Coyotes playing in that they're sharing the stadium or the arena with Arizona State. Yeah, I mean they're going to get like ten thousand fans in there. Yeah, this, and no one goes and watches them anyway. That's it's a travesty what they're doing to that there, organization. And there's been a lot of rumors of them moving them to yeah, Houston, but, but I think it's just rumors because I mean yeah. it's a huge investment for Fertitta, and he's yeah. already spent so much money on the Rockets that. I don't know if he wants to do another yeah. okay, investment well then, like that. You there's know, other, needs, there's other billionaires here. Mattress Mac. Yeah, let's get Mac on it. Come on. Yeah, I I just like you know would call them the Houston couches. I would friggin' love a hockey team here. So high. I mean, I would. But it's got to be NHL. I liked the. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, talking about. I'm yeah, talking about a full. Not, I don't want the minor leagues. No, I want right. a national. I want the, it all. Give me the, the NHL. I want to wear a Houston whatever right. sweater, hockey sweater. Right, and I that wanna, would be phenomenal. And I want to go to all the home games and, and yeah, be a, beat, a, beat a hockey groupie. Right, right. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm serious. I love hockey. Knocking down a couple of Miller. I mean, not Miller. Dos Equis. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Nice. Get a dose. Yeah. For me, it's just a little bit. I'll drink. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, tell, whatever right. beer you decide is the best right. for me. Right? Yeah, knock down a couple of Dos Equis for me. You know what I mean? All I my friends would roast me. They're like, "What's the point of us getting a hockey team here? You're just going to work for them too." You probably would. So yeah, yeah you working, okay? Are you working today? Yeah, I'm working today. I'll be out at the. No, uh, the I mean, look at his attire. What? Look at his attire. Of course, oh, he's oh you meant. Oh, you meant here. You're here. insulting me here. No, 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 no. I said after here. No, yeah, you no, said are you I'll working here? No, meaning, I said are you working after work? here? You said here. Roll the tape back. Me, meaning, roll the tape back. He heard what I heard. Which should start at 11 a.m. I'll be at Discreet Fest, so you'll see me at the uh, pitching inflatable. Feel free to come say what's up. You know what Ryan is? He's ubiquitous. Do you know what that means? Great word. Search it. Okay. Ubiquitous. Yeah. Ubiq. Yep. Read it out loud so you can teach, you give a, a lesson. Present, a appearing, or found everywhere. That's actually pretty true. Ubiquitous. <laughs> See? That, man, what a brilliant word to start your You day. know who else is ubiquitous? Who? Dusty Baker. 
We going to hear from Dusty? We are. Will we see Jake Myers in the lineup in game number two of the ALDS? That's next on Sports Talk 790. At Trajan Wealth, TrajanWealth.com is where you go. Love some Trajan Wealth, and you should too. And here's why. Because they're a financial fiduciary that their number one priority is your best interests. Whether you're looking to diversify your portfolio, whether you're looking to uh, have guidance how to navigate a difficult inflation environment, whether it gets to approaching wealth management by looking at a longer time horizon. That's their advice. And the advice is to the clients and to you guys is to focus on long-term financial objectives rather than those day-to-day gyrations that happen in the stock market and all financial markets, right? Check out Trajan Wealth today if you want true experts and personalized financial advice when investing. They're going to provide that personal touch to build relationships of a dedicated financial team to you So there's that trust, and you know when you trust somebody, it's more peace of mind, especially when it comes to the stuff you've worked so hard for, like preparing your financial present and your future. Will you have enough money to retire? If we live longer, will you have enough money to stay retired? So many questions. Trajan Wealth has so many answers. It's TrajanWealth.com. T-R-A-J-A-N, your local financial fiduciary that has your best interests right where they are, and building it for you so you can have peace of mind. TrajanWealth.com, right here in Houston, at the, uh, in the Woodlands and in Sugarland at 346-371-3330. 346-371-3330. Trajan Wealth, TrajanWealth.com. Paid Endorsement Advisory Services through Trajan Wealth LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. More Sean Salisbury. Get in, strap in, and ride in. Drug induced. No, I'm just doing all right. And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I it's not Western Wednesday, but I dig it. Well, it's just a great day to be alive. It is. Next song up 9 to 5, something we're not going to be doing today. Little Dolly Parton, baby. Is that what we're doing? Give us some Dolly Parton love. I don't know. I, I got to correct myself. I said this was Lone Star. It's Travis Tritt. I yeah. was thinking of Amazed on, by dude. Lone it's Star. Travis, hey, it's, Travis, it's Travis Tritt. It's Travis Tritt Thursday. Double T. Double T. T squared. Give it my best in Astros. Come on, Trav. I mean, just... It's a good day. It's just... It's a great day to be alive, It's a good day to be an Astros fan. It is. It's a good day to have a good day. Yep. It is. Astros. What? Start crossing up some metaphors, though. I will, though. Tell people like it's... Hey, Hey, man, let it breathe. Listen, last week's game... I mean, Tuesday's game... Was Tuesday. It's, you know, it's water under the dam. (laughs) Start crossing... You're you're like a... You're kind of a metaphor crosser sometimes, right? A little bit, yeah. What was yours the other day? I said, uh, objects in the mirror (laughs) seem closer than they appear. In the rear view mirror, you said. mirror, that's what it was. Instead of the side view mirror, yeah. You like to do... I like that. Yeah. You're like like two peas in a a house. 
instead of a pod. That'd be something you'd say. It's a drop in the pot. Yeah. You'd say also, hey, make like a tree and get out. Yeah. And people, or you'd say, uh, I mean, you'll make you'll, like a banana and yeah, leaf. Yeah, exactly. Make like a banana and leaf, right? It's like, guys, we're beating a dead bird. Yeah, Come exactly. On, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Right. It's, it's, it's a horse of a feather flock together, you know? One in the paw equals four in the hand. Right. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Hardest, <laughs> heart of a lion, right? Yeah. Heart of a horse, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 you got the, the, uh, <laughs> apple of my heart. Yep. Not, yep. Apple of my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Crossing yep. a metaphor. Yep. Oh, Classic. You're a metaphor oh, crosser. We are. Uh, no, you are. We are. We're not. Everything's Guys. not in this slum together, dude. Okay. Everything is not. We are. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what we will do today is we will watch the Astros and the Mariners at 237 first pitch, 130 on deck show. Your exclusive home for Astros baseball sports talk 790. Braves and Padres both won yesterday. And. Thursday night football, big-time matchup, Commanders and Bears. Dusty Baker talked about a potential lineup change. This is what the skip had to say. You think these guys here, your lineup in game two, uh, specifically in center field, is there a chance that, that Myers could get in there? Uh, yeah, I think I said that yesterday or day before. Yeah, you know, I think that Myers has probably the best chance of getting this deal. Um, and then later in the game, I might do something else, you know, try to... And, uh, so what do you think about if Jake Myers gets to start in center field? Why not? Maybe a little rejuvenation, get him rolling right. He was hitting well down in the minor leagues, wasn't he? Yeah, he started to get hot a little bit. Came back, did not play well at the big league level, got sent back down and turned it turned it around down there. Got some confidence back. I'm sure he, he um, got a little bit healthier because there was something going on when he came back. Yep. And, um, and now he's yeah, he obviously made the postseason roster. Yeah, maybe a little bit of rejuvenation. Go down to AAA, get your... Uh, Get your confidence back, and and, then, and when Dusty believes in, yeah, you got the best chance to hit Castillo. Maybe Dusty feels like he goes. And can you imagine you go out and get two or three hits in a game like this? What it does to elevate you, and who knows? Maybe you find your full time guy. We'll we'll see. But right now, everybody getting their shot at it. And I get it. And why not Jake Myers? Why not? Why not us? Yeah, you know. There's another one. <laughs> what happened to you, man? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, yeah. What happened to you? You know, um, talking about the lineup, you think we'll see, there's a chance we could see uh, Ledmus Diaz as DH because, you know, uh, I think everything. Instead of Mancini, maybe. Well, yeah, I mean, Trey Mancini is struggling. Yeah. You want to get Ledmus Diaz some at-bats? Good time to do it. I don't know what splits are with, you know, I I mean, I don't know how Ledmus hits or Mancini hits. I, I don't care. Well, yeah. and everyone's been kind of jumping on Mancini lately, so I guess I'll be the, the goober and take his defense. When he first got here, he was hot the second he got here. Now, yes. he's cooled off since then. He's been cool recently, but I still have faith in him that any moment he's going to hit a dinger. He's I agree. well at Minute Maid Park overall, just not of late, and I think everyone's got a little recency bias, but also Diaz is fantastic. So I have confidence in either one of those guys. I, I agree. One's a little more of a contact hitter. The others obviously can got more power in Mancini, but... It's it's a, we we are all of us. We've talked about like rookie quarterbacks or guys that switch teams. We are unrealistic in expectations. Yeah, 
because Absolutely. if we if it went by the way that we act towards Trey Mancini or somebody like that, then Bregman and and Uli would have been on the bench of the, the whole second half or two thirds of the season, right? You let them play through it and they go. So I, I do believe Trey Mancini in his career has earned the right to play through it, whether it's – now, he may not start today. I'm talking about f- from us and our opinion of him. Yeah, he's struggling, but other than maybe about four guys in baseball this year, I don't remember Aaron Judge struggling very much this year and guys like that, but I don't in that category. But I, I don't know why it just takes one swing of the bat to get you going again. I mean, look at how down on people how, – how down on Jake Myers people were. Now they're craving him back to start in center field. Look how down people were on Yuli Gurriel. Look what he did, you know, in game Rick, one. Yuli's hitting. Feels like the world's really everything's good in the world, right? Yeah. So, I, I was in a group text. I'm with some rooting guys. for Trey Mancini. I was in, in a group text with some guys yesterday, and we were talking about you know who could play center field today. Is it Jake Myers? Where does Aledmus Diaz fit in? Um, Chaz McCormick, so forth and so on. And they kept throwing these stats out, and, I, and my only response was, it doesn't matter what happened in the regular season. It's the postseason now. Perfect example. Look at Yuli Gurriel. He comes out and, and it looked like Yuli of old. Three for four with a bomb. I mean, it, we're in the playoffs now. I don't care what a guy's the world. lowercase w capitalized RC plus is. The, well, the, the, don't I've, come I've, to me with that. Well, that's the answer. Instead of watching it with the naked eye, and say, I mean, every single thing has a stat answer. Well, what about this? Well, did you know in May he didn't hit this guy very well? Okay, and? And, oh, right. Okay. All right. Can you imagine if we took football analytics same oh, way we do no. baseball? No. Well, for three times Josh now. Josh Allen wouldn't be a quarterback. wouldn't be a starter, you know, I bet. Yeah, nine times. I mean, you know, three times now this quarterback played well or played poorly against this defense. Well, you know what? Well, let's play the backup this week. Let's play the backup. Two years ago, he threw four picks in a game against this team. You know what? Play the backup. Analytics tell me. I looked at a number. And he completed 48% of his passes against his team hey, through three picks. And we lost. And that was in 2020. You know what? 2019. I can't start him. Tom Brady's war against the Saints. Not good. I suggest we play, Don't Blaine, play, him. play Blaine Gabbert or Kyle Trask against yeah. the Saints. That's, I think, what you need to you do. You know, just run the Wildcat the whole, whole game. Statistics tell me that New Orleans has given Brady tough time. So, best thing to do to give you the best chance to win Bench Brady and play yep. Blaine Gabbert. Absolutely. Because I, listen, I didn't in a backup role when they were down 30. He came in and hit five straight checkdowns. Yeah. All right. Dude, you know what the analytics tell me? He's completing a thousand percent. Five the five. guy, man. 100% of his passes. Ball hadn't hit the ground. That's the guy. You got to play Gabbert. Yeah. See to. my point? So it's, I think we, we get a little out of hand at times yeah. with this. And yes, Trey Mancini's struggling, but it's amazing what can happen. You jump on one. And, it, and I would imagine Yuli's walking into this one day feeling pretty good about his performance and saying, I'm seeing the ball better. I would think so. So we'll see. whether it's And you know what? If you want to sit Mancini down and use him in a pinch hit roll or later in the game, fine. And Aledmus Diaz needs some at-bats as well. But I'm not going to beat down Trey Mancini. There's better things to do. The guy's overcome plenty to get to this point. Yeah. <clears throat> Looking across Major League Baseball, there were two more Division Series games yesterday. Who won? And how did the Braves get back into the series? That's next on Sports Talk 790. Speaking of winning, let's go. Underdog fantasy. I've never been a big fantasy guy. You know, you help your buddies pick some some players and you, you get out. For me, first time I've ever played full-blown in a league fantasy and there's a reason. Well, one, you, you can 
make some cold, hard cash. But the best and most, to me, the simplest and easiest fantasy out there, league out there, is Underdog Fantasy. The Underdog Fantasy app, underdogfantasy.com is where you go to get it. They are the reason. And now it's hoopsies. I never even dreamed I'd play basketball, meaning NBA uh, basketball, and get involved in fantasy with that. I mean, every day, the day-to-day watching rosters. Nope, it's not what you do. In most fantasy basketball leagues, you do have to manage your team every single day in your lineup the entire NBA season. Well, on Underdog, all you do now is draft your team, and that's it. You automatically get the highest-scoring players from your team in your lineup each week of the season, and the highest-scoring teams at the end of the year win cold, hard cash. Get on it. And then you can enter your private draft with your friends or take your talents to their double-dribble tournament where you can win your share of $200,000 in prizes. Not a bad gig right now. The double-dribble part of that tournament closes October 18th, so jump all over it. Underdog Fantasy is the reason I play. Sign up today with my promo code 790 and get your first deposit doubled up to 100 bucks. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store, Underdog Fantasy, and don't forget to register with my promo code 790. That's my promo code 790, and you're going to get your first deposit doubled up to 100 bucks. This is a phenomenal place to go and win some cold, hard cash. Underdogfantasy.com. Terms and conditions apply. To Sean Salisbury. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen. Pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. The DP needs some love. I call it DP. Are you going to be working 9 to 5? Don't you love you not working 9 to 5? Yeah. I can't tell you how much I enjoy not working 9 to 5. Working 3 till 10. DP, huh? Working 4 a.m. Off at 10 in the morning. Yeah, I call her DP. What does Dan Patrick have to say about that? He's... Who's the original DP? My guy DP or Dolly Parton? It's probably Dolly Parton. Yeah, exactly. Probably. Probably Dolly Parton. good Parton. company, though, to be mixing, right? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Astros, Mariners, game number two of the ALDS nice today, play. 2.37 p.m., 1.30 on deck show here on Sports Talk 790. Framber Valdez on the mound for the Astros. Braves and Padres both won yesterday. Devontae Adams charged with assault for a shove after Monday night football. Tua Tungavailoa ruled out again. Dolphins starting Skyler Thompson. Before we uh, recap some of the DS games that we saw yesterday, we were watching uh, some highlights this morning. Todd Frazier on one of the morning shows here on the uh, on the uh, on the tube. Mm-hmm. Former Major League Baseball player, heard of him, and he was asked about the Mariners and Astros. First of all, the Astros getting some love on a national show this morning. Nice. Yeah. Are you mad that they're playing at two thirty? <laughs> Stop it. Oh. He was asking if you were in that Seattle Mariners clubhouse how do you get back after and he said well the day off was 
okay. You know, you're thinking about a lot of things. Not sleeping I, at night. I don't think the day off was okay. But he said, well, you're not sleeping at night. Right. And but still, letting that thing fester. You got you to gotta lean on Castillo, and you got to lean on... Uh, Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez, he goes, because he's the straw that stirs the drink. Right. I would say he's the, st- no, he's no, the straw you, yeah, You'd say like he's the straw stirs that, like the smoothie, the or, smoothie. or the coffee. Right. Yeah. That's your, hey man, he's he's the best thing that's happened to Seattle since a sliced tomato. Yeah. And you'd, you'd say, I mean, producer, hey, that's sliced bread. <laughs> no, look it up, dude. Relax. Whoa, whoa, get out of my kitchen. I think it's a sliced tomato. You, the metaphor crosser, Brian LaLiva. Right. Look, dude, if you're scared, buy a cat. <laughs> get out of the kitchen. <laughs> if you can't take the heat, buy a dog. <laughs> <laughs> But you think about it. I've always wondered, like, have you ever noticed when you do it? Think about, like, when they say, oh, this putt's for all the marbles. Yeah. Why isn't it for all the money? <laughs> it makes no right. sense. Right. You're not yeah. getting marbles. Yeah. Hey, have you ever noticed? We, what did George Carly say? We, what do we do? We drive down a freeway, but we, something about a highway. Highway, to, yeah. yeah. I, 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 you're the you, metaphor. You drive on the parkway, yeah. but you park in your driveway. Driveway, right. Ah, There's there one. Go. Exactly. Right. That's a good one. No question about it. It just, I, uh, I love when, when, hey man, he's putting for all the marbles. No, no, no. Where did that come from? This one. I always wonder where they came from. This one for all the marbles. Yeah. Sean needs a new pair of socks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I, I think that the day off. For the winning team, kind of take a deep breath. That's that because, like I said, I don't believe in game to game momentum. I don't. You know how quickly game to game momentum gets over. Hit a full, hit hit a hit a three run job in the first inning, either side, and then get two more runs in the second. And guess what? It's like, well, there's there's a, if it was the Mariners, there's that momentum. Yeah. But then if you're the Mariners, guess what you're thinking? Uh, can we hold the lead? That's where you start to you start to get a little hot under the collar. You'd say a little hot under the sweater, right? Right, exactly. That'd be what, yeah, yeah. It'd be one you of know. your one of your <laughs> metaphors is, and then you get to the point to say, okay, where's the believability? So, yeah, you want to get back out there and play. It's a great thing about baseball, like football. Instead of once a week, you're playing every day normally, but the emotion of overcoming it, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. And then you got to get off your high. You do if you're the Astros because right. you got to get back to playing and focus because nobody cares now about game one. Um, and nobody will care about game one unless you win the series, right? Right. Validate. That's just the way it is. So uh, they'll be prepared. But it's going to be interesting how this young group of Astros or Mariners deal with what they're about to deal with and how they can handle And, again, it's going to be rocking at Minute Maid. So we'll see. House of Horrors to Minute Maid Park. Steve Sparks on the Why call. Why would you say that there's horrors there? That's what... Uh, the, oh, you mean horrors. That's what I said. What did you think? Oh, I, I thought you said W. They're house of whores. I'm like, what? No, what? That's <laughs> down the street. <laughs> I'm like, no, Steve said hor- horrors. I meaning said house of horrors. Halloween <laughs> month. Right. Yes. I thought you said, oh, it's a house of whores. You got to be like Jeff <laughs> really? Gordon and enunciate. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I had no house idea. House of horrors. I mean, you like, you like to, you know, it, it mix... Thing, so dude, I'm not Deshaun Watson. No, I I'm not going to Why do you gotta always go to him? Why? Why do you always gotta go to him? What do you mean? Why do you They're giving out rally towels. I wanted to grab one for him. Why is he in your head? Who? No pun intended. Nice. Deshaun, nice. why? 
Why though? What, dude? You said House of Ho- I said House of Horrors. Okay, now see now you say it like that. I and get you it. thought you I said like House Steve of said. Horrors, but I yeah. said we're not talking to Sean Watson. Yeah, I don't know why you said I don't know why you said House of Horrors. I, I mean, didn't put some respect on Minute Maid's the people who attend there. Horrors. Oh, okay, got it. So like like a spooky, scary thing, right? Is that what you meant? Okay, no. got it. <laughs> Yes, that's what you meant. Horrors mean it's a horror. You don't want to go there and deal with it. It's scary having to deal with Look, man, man-made park you know, as a visiting team. That's what you meant. Right. Or did get you really mean house man. of get horrors? You, get your mind out of the shed. <laughs> get your mind uh, Get your mind off the sidewalk. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh, my goodness. We got Bogey and McCall fired up. Yeah. Oh, man. I Good. love this. This song really gets me going. It does. It gets me jacked up on Makes a Thursday. Too. Yeah, bricked up on a th- <laughs> Thursday. We welcome in Brian Bogusevic to the Sean Salisbury Show next on Sports Talk 790. It's time for a new... It's a whole new ball game around here. A new sound spectacular. Sean Salisbury. Former NFL quarterback, Sean Salisbury. Salisbury. Longtime friend, Sean Salisbury. Brian LaLima. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop chop, it says I'm gonna win big. This is the all you Sean Salisbury show. Welcome into the Sean Salisbury show here on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lalima, Ryan Money, Astros, Mariners, game two of the ALDS, 237 first pitch. The on deck show starts at 130 here on your home for Astros baseball, Sports Talk 790. Braves and Padres both won yesterday. Thursday night football, Commanders and Bears. Ryan Money, let's hear the famous best song of the day. Does it get any better than this? It's a banger. And it, this is a banger. Banger. Concert next. <laughs> Joined now by our guy back from a fat cat vacation, laying on a beach, probably took on some two-man beach volleyball, all those things, joins us. So we greet him with a song that I know brings out the energy in him, Bogey and Bacall. Brian Bogusevic joins us. Welcome in, my man. We'll get to your vacation in a second, but I need your expert uh-huh. analysis on one thing because I know right now that song got you pumped up, so you're like you're feeling it. Oh, energy, playoff energy, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, was you, when you watch Jordan hit, how can we speed up his his? How can we get his bat speed better where he can hit the ball harder and farther? Do you know how we can fix that? Yeah, we're we're gonna have to get him on a weight training program this offseason. I think I, you know if he if he if he builds up overall strength, I think he can he can swing it a little harder and maybe get it into the third deck. Yeah, my, my man, I I know you were watching up close and personal. I we talked about what a great hitter. Well, let me ask you this: when he finally strolled to the plate and they were able to get to him, so he had a chance with one swing to win it. What were you thinking, honestly, in your own mind before he took you stepped into the batter's box? You know what? I obviously a walk off homer is in the back of your mind, right? Because it's just a situation. How can you not? But the way he had been swinging the bat, how comfortable he looked against everything that he saw. I mean, it, 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 it's no question that he's going to hit the ball hard. I mean, he, he's just he's so locked in. He's so focused. The the way that he hits in that park, where even his mistakes end up, you know, off off the wall out in left field, it's just got to be a horrible feeling for pitchers to know that there's really nothing you can do 
that where you're going to get him. It's all just it, the the ball is completely in his court on is he going to miss it or not, and, and, and he's not missing anything right now. Boy, is it an, on what what a treat it is to watch that guy swing the bat, and you know the emotions are going through not only him but Scott Service's decision to go to. Robbie Ray, I mean, obviously regrettable now. Uh, when you saw that, what was your first thought? Like, he's, he's going to do this? Because it didn't make sense yeah. splits-wise with him. I didn't understand. No, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, obviously that's something that must have been discussed beforehand, right? Like, that's not something that Scott Service is just doing on the fly, saying, hey, you know what, I got, I got a feeling about Robbie Ray here. I mean, the whole reason that Robbie Ray was available in that situation is because he's proved over the course of the season that he's not good enough to go there and to, to go out there and get those guys out. Otherwise, he'd, he'd have been in the starting rotation for the playoffs. Right. He, his performance is the reason that they had to go out and get Luis Castillo. So, um, no, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense why. I mean, why you t- why you go away from the back end of your bullpen? Why you go to him, and why why not just go to literally anybody else? But you know what? That that's there there was some number out there that they found that they liked that they thought they could get cute with, and they didn't account for the fact that Robbie Ray is not very good this season, and Jordan's very good this season. Brian Bogusevic, Astros broadcaster, pre and post. You heard him on. You've heard him on broadcast, calling, analyzing games. He's our regular insider and expert here weekly. Back from his. Uh, fat cat vacation, which we'll get to as we do when we make some picks with him at the end of this. Um, back to the emotion part of this game. Um, Mariners, young and naive enough, and I mean that affectionately, to get over it quick, or young and uh, too naive to think that they can get over the emotional, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened to us and we could have stole game one. Um, you know what? I, th- I think they'll be able to get over it. Um they have their best guy on the mound today. That that's a huge plus. If you're looking for you know turning the page and looking at the bright side, they have their best pitcher on the mound today. Um, but this is kind of how their season's gone. I mean, if you remember how badly they started the season the first six weeks, I mean they they were an awful team and they stuck with it and they turned it around and they plugged plugged away, got themselves into the playoffs and got themselves into a situation where where they're, you know, arguably the second best team in the American League. So I don't think that one game is going to be able to kind of shake them and scare them off of that. But at the same time, that that was a, a huge gut punch. But, you know, it starts at the top, and Scott Service is not going to back down from that. I mean, we know from watching him manage against the Astros that he doesn't back down from stuff. He comes out swinging. So um, I, I think they're going to have that mindset as a team. Brian, uh, Dusty Baker's managerial job was like advanced degree doctorate stuff on Tuesday. I thought I thought the way he went about his business, just when to use them, when to keep them in, when to replace the pitcher, the the rotation, the lineup. I thought that every move Dusty Baker made with some help from his his playing friends, obviously, but I thought it was a phenomenal job by him on Tuesday. Yeah, I think I think the way that he handled the pitching staff was was really good for a couple of different reasons. I mean, number one when you're in a short series like this, you're not punting on a game ever. And you're certainly not punting on a game where you're only down three runs and you have 12 outs left with that offense. So, so you're, you're, you're still in the game and you're still trying to throw up zeros with that bullpen and that offense. Um, but I think, you know, throughout the course of the season, so much of what Dusty has done has been 
big picture, right? Getting getting this team in the best position that they can be in come playoff time. And not necessarily about that day's game. And it's the same thing, but kept sort of in a different bend for the playoffs where, yes, you're trying to win today's game, but ultimately you want to win the series. And, and to win the series, even if you're not maybe going to win that day's game, you need to continue to inflict as much damage as possible, and you need to continue to make the other team throw high-stress pitches so that down the line in game three or four or five, that team has been stressed to the point to where maybe it pays dividends back to you. So regardless of what the outcome was in game one, which obviously they got the outcome that they wanted and everything looks great, he did exactly what he needed to do to try to win the war as opposed to, you know, just playing for that individual game battle. So, yeah, I, I thought he did he did a great job. Brian Bogusevic, Brian Bogusevic joins us. He does every Thursday. And, Brian, with that, in that in-game stuff, as you're talking about maximizing whatever it is for the series and moving forward, but the ability to just, in his mind, and we were talking about this and we heard his press conference about, just keep it within striking distance, right? The way the Astros play, just keep it within, you know, two to three to four runs where one swing of the bat at least gives you a chance, and in the end, it, it, could, it was a perfect storm. You had the big fellow walk into the plate. You got a great at bat by Hensley, fighting off a pitch by Pena and knocking it to center field. And then the big fellow strolls to the plate. So it actually worked to perfection, even though it was just the game and you were playing for the series. Uh, both of them worked on Tuesday. No, absolutely. I mean, when, when you have a team that's that experienced, an offense that's that experienced, and an offense that has proven time and again that it doesn't matter if they're facing the back end of a bullpen that they can hit, you know, if you're still breathing, you're dangerous. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, If you're the Astros. And that's exactly what Dusty did. He just kept them in a position to where they had a chance. I mean, three runs, four runs is nothing to this offense. And it doesn't matter who's standing out there on the mound. And I mean, you know, the, the walk, a bloop, bloop and a blast, that's kind of the cliche. But when you look at it, that's how it played out. It was mm-hmm. hit by pitch. It was paying you doing a great job diving out for that slider that he knew was going to get. And it's all about what do you want to do? Do you want to get the tying run to the plate? You want to get the winning run to the plate and you want to try to turn the lineup over to your best guys so that you have a chance. And Dusty allowed the team to do that. The bottom of the lineup allowed the team to do that, and then those guys cashed it. Game two today. It'll be a blast this afternoon. All right, let's get to the let's get to the real stuff now. How was the vacation? How was the weather? The vacation? The whole thing? It was great. So we were at, we were in Puerto Vallarta, and we flew into a hurricane. And uh, I don't love flying to begin with, and it was early seatbelts strapped in and everybody down. So it was was a little shaky on the way in, but once we got there and the storm cleared out, it was great. It was was the beach, it was the pool, it was the swim-up bar. Oh, the swim-up bar is a must. If you got the swim-up bar, the whole vacation, no matter what happens, goes great. But let me backtrack, because I'm a white knuckler at times with turbulence as well. 
is when when you got on, were you like, well, maybe let me delay this until it's over, or let me go? Was it was it you know bobbing and weaving in the, in the air, or was it still a smooth flight? It, it was. It, honestly, it wasn't bad. I mean, they, they were they were taking preparations, and I was I, I was nervous that it was going to get <laughs> that I was going that it was going to get bad. But when it actually came down to it, it was a it was a little bit of bounce in the last ten minutes, and then we were in, and it, it was fine. For for somebody who doesn't love a, a rough flight, it was not bad. There you go, and then you get to enjoy the vacation. Well, that's awesome, family fun, and you said swim up bar. All right, back to football yeah. now. We uh, what's his record right now? Uh, who's in first place among all this? Real, real quick, Rhino. Uh, yeah, Bogey's record's four and two. Yeah, nice. And you never go broke taking a profit. But who, who's who's winning the NFL in college? It's too early to tell. It is, is too it? early to tell. Okay. No, have I, how, how, many times my lap, how many times am I going to Tiger Woods you guys and lap the field, win by 12 strokes? Brian, Sean literally just took the lead over the weekend. In NFL. In I, NFL. Dude, it's going to take you, me yep. not playing for six weeks in college football <laughs> to catch right. me. That's all right. You've got to keep grinding Stay the course. Slippery rocks right. on your schedule. That's yeah. right. To recap, Bogey took OU, and that got him his second loss. So he's sitting at four and two. Yeah, that's that was a tough one, right? That, that, that was a tough one. All right, we got a big one this week. Okay, yeah. Alabama's on their way to Knoxville. What's the spread? I've got Alabama at Tennessee. Alabama minus seven over under set at 65 and a half. And you get two points if you take the dog and they win, and you get three points if you take the dog and they win outright. Ooh. Ooh. Is that the way it works, well, right, yes. Rhino? That's right. Yes. There yes. you go. So it's. I'm not trying to lean you either way. I'm just telling you that's well, what you get. What do you think about this game? But well, we don't. We don't know if Bryce Young is playing yet. Correct. No, but I. I, I we don't. don't know. We don't. don't know. But I think that. I put, if he doesn't, I'm going to go on record right now and say Tennessee's winning outright. I did. Yeah, you heard it I, here I, first. I, I'm, I, that swings. But 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 if he does, I, I don't know that Tennessee has a chance. But I'll I'll play I'll play that he either doesn't play or play up to a hundred percent, and I'll I'll take Tennessee in, in, a, in a touchdown. Tennessee plus seven. So we're giving him seven. Yeah. Okay. Would you take Tennessee yeah. in the seven if Bryce Young was playing? And even though maybe he's not a hundred percent, would you no. take that? No, if, if 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 he had not been banged up and I knew he was in and it was Bryce Young of earlier in the season, I would not take that. I think Alabama would run away with him. Interesting. But, I'll tell you, this but, Tennessee's pretty good. They, they can score. Yeah, that's going to be a fun game to watch, man. I cannot yeah, wait. So, yeah. All right, so you're taking the points, plus seven. Uh, Brian's got uh, Tennessee. Yeah. There you go. All right, my man. Um, ballpark today. No, no, I'm going to watch it from the couch. Yeah. I'm going to actually try to lock in and not have a bunch of people yelling in my ear. Hey, the best, maybe the best way to do it. <laughs> Enjoy it, my man. You've earned it. Great to have you back on, and we'll look forward to catching up next week. Cool. Thanks, guys. You got it. That's Brian Bogus. Have a good stuff. You like his pick? Yeah, I think Tennessee's also going to. I would take Tennessee plus seven Yeah, as well. Regardless of who plays? Yeah. Ooh, Tennessee's like good. Well, yes, they are. They're playing extremely LSU well found right that now. out in a hurry. Didn't they, they sure did. Yep. We got the stake out next on the Sean Salisbury Show. The Sean Salisbury Show. Put our smart ass on your smart speaker. Google play Sean Salisbury on iHeartRadio. All right, Sean, what are you hearing out there? Now, the Salisbury Stakeout. Salisbury Stakeout. On the Sean Salisbury Show. It's that time of the show here on Sports Talk 790. The stakeout. 
Sean Salisbury, Brian Lalima, Ryan Money, Astros, Mariners, Game 2 of the ALDS, 237 first pitch. The On Deck Show starts at 1.30 here on Sports Talk 790. Thursday Night Football, Commanders, Bears in action. Devontae Adams charged with assault for the shove on a cameraman for ESPN after Monday Night Football. Rhino, you ready to kick it off? Always. Speaking of kickoff, I'm actually going to be asking you about football, Sean. I know we got the Astros today and so much baseball coverage, but a little palate cleanser here. We also have Ian Rappaport joining us at 8 o'clock. So, my question to you, Sean, is which NFL team that is sub-500 can save their season before it's too late? We have a ton of teams at 2-3. and three. Uh, some are worse, but mostly the two and three teams. So, I mean, okay, let's go. Like well, I want Rams. you to walk walk through like six, eight of them, and I'll say yes or no, and give you half of a, a reason. Love it, Rams. Yes, can, but they better get more physical. Bengals also two and three. Yes, but they better. Both teams have the same problem: can't protect the quarterback. Browns two and three. Uh, if the Browns lose, their schedule is brutal. Uh, they end up in their next three going two and five. They're two and three right now, or two and six. They're not making the playoffs two and six. Can they? Yes. But if they're just waiting on Deshaun Watson, they may be out of it by then. They can't tackle. They're like the Texans right now. Bad. I'm going to say no. Okay. Seahawks, two and three. Uh, in that division, the way the Rams are playing, like the 49ers. I, I'm going to say no, but I think that they're going to make it interesting because I like the way Geno Smith's playing. All right. Broncos country. Their offense sucks ass. Okay. <laughs> they, they, they blow, but their defense keeps them in it. And I can't fathom that Russ Wilson's going to play this bad the whole year because he's 180 degrees different player. But with Kansas City and the Chargers, Turn it around, yes. Turn it around to be a Super Bowl contender or be playing in January. I'm going to say no. I didn't have him in the playoffs anyway. That's dangerously spicy, Sean. Thank you. What about the Patriots? <laughs> yeah, that sandwich commercial. <laughs> Cringeworthy. Um, Patriots, I'm going to say no. I don't no. think they have enough weapons. That's a no. Yeah, it kind of keeps getting worse as we go. we got the Jaguars, the Saints, Falcons. I'm going to say the Jags can because this division is still reeling a little bit, and I think they can play better. But they'll hang around, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And you mentioned the other one. Who's the next one right after that? Saints. Saints. Saints defense says yes. Inconsistent quarterback play at times. Uh, the only reason why I say yes is that they can come back because they play defense and, they, and the rest of the division's average. Although Atlanta's making it a little more interesting, I'm going to say they're going to they can borderline get it right because I like their defense. Last two teams I have for you because to me all the other ones have no chance uh, would be Uradas and the Cardinals. Um, Arizona maybe because again that NFC West is so up and down, but the Raiders no. While I, I they're my team, but Josh McDaniels bad coaching decisions, and they're just not getting good enough play. I'm going to say no, they don't make the playoffs, which pains me. But I, they had too much to overcome with the two teams in front of them. Man, tough season for a lot of people so far. Kidding. So many teams of those are of two all those. The, the, the truth is, the is the Rams and the Bengals probably at the top of the list for me because I think I trust the talent on both rosters a little more than maybe some others do because of the offensive line. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But are you a little su- surprised by both of their starts through five games? <laughs> Absolutely, because. Even there, even when they're protected, the, the, neither quarterback's playing like, oh my gosh, we expect, but I, I know they'll fix it. But yeah, I'm actually surprised because I expected both of them to be, and they both still can, 
But I, I, I thought that we come into the scene, we say, okay, Rams got a chance to get back, and the Bengals are playing really good football after they made those moves in the offseason. They're playing okay. There's a lot of room to grow for Cincinnati, and the Rams just have to get better offensive line wise. Rams got to get back in the saddle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Give me a, we'll give Cross a metaphor, though. He did, I thought he did. You said the Rams get back in the saddle against the right way. Oh, is it? Yeah. What do you usually call it? Damn it. Back in, back in gotta, the stirrups? Got to get, get, yeah. get back in the holster. Yeah, there you go. There you okay, go. <laughs> better. There you go. Because back in the saddle again, is it, I think that's the phrase. Yeah. So now, you're, that, now we're to the point where you're saying it right, but, but you think it's, it's wrong. Think it's wrong. <laughs> Dude, you've lost Dude, it. Dude, I know. You got anything for me? Real it's, quick? No, we're extending it. Yeah, oh, we are. Yeah, so you we actually get have to something. it yesterday. I do. You do? I do. I've, I've got something. As, as you would ask Rhino, hey, are you showing up? Did you show up today? Right, are you right. even there, dude? Are you, hey, are you even here, Lalima? Are you guys like working you together? I mean, are we hey, a team? Hey, they got to get back. What are they going to do? They got to get back in the holster, man. <laughs> oh, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to extend the stakeout. We didn't get to it yesterday because we were taking all the calls at 713-212-5790 from our wonderful listeners. Wanted to talk about the Astros fans, so I figured we'd extend it. Man, I got something going on in the NFL Dirt on Roger Goodell? You kidding me? I thought you deleted those photos. Dirt on other NFL owners? We're going to get Sean's thoughts on what's going on in the NFL with an extended stakeout next on Sports Talk 790. Going non-stop. Sean with former QB, Sean Salisbury. Sean, what are you hearing out there? Now, the Salisbury Stakeout. Salisbury Stakeout. On the Sean Salisbury Show. It's an extended version of the Stakeout here on the Sean Salisbury Show on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian LaLima, Ryan Money. We got Ian Rappaport, National NFL Insider, joining the show at 8 a.m. Astros and Mariners in Game 2 of the ALDS. 237 first pitch from Minute Maid Park. The Astros on deck show starts exclusively on your home for Astros baseball, Sports Talk 790. That's a 130 start for the on deck show. Braves and Padres both won yesterday. Devontae Adams charged with assault for shove after Monday night football. All right, Sean, Ryan, you ready to hear this? What's going on in the NFL with uh, Dan Snyder? Oh, this ought to be good. Sources, Commander's boss, Dan Snyder, claims that he has dirt on NFL owners and on Roger Goodell. He reportedly said that if the NFL owners and Roger Goodell find a way to force him to sell his team, he would quote-unquote blow up the NFL and they quote, can't F with me, end quote. Jeez. In this report... He has also lost Jerry Jones as his closest friend. Roger Goodell wants Snyder gone and that the owners have found a novel removal method to get rid of Dan Snyder. With all that being said, Dan Snyder is going to do anything and everything he can to bring down the NFL if they try to force him to sell. Well, you're going to find out quickly... Just how much stuff he has on him because 
if Dan Snyder keeps his job, you may have a good idea as to why it's lasted this long. Keeps his owner, when I say his job, gets to stay owning the team. If he does have this and he is a, sounds like a, th- this kind of stuff, the, the, the threats and stuff, well, I'm going to bring it down. I'm waiting for somebody to call BS and C and, and say, Look, show, prove it. And then, well, with the world of social media, even if it wasn't true, people, oh, yeah, that's true. And even if it is true, then those guys are going to get a hammer, too. We're going to find out just how nerve-wracked those guys are if they got stuff on him or on them. He's got stuff on them. Um, you know, people used to say, well, what does he have on the, the commissioner or the league to be able to do this? Well, he's always had the support of Jerry Jones, but apparently not anymore, right? So I, I don't I don't know where this goes. I have no idea what kind of stuff he'd be talking about, if it's financial stuff, if it's you know, whatever it might be, right? Um, I, I Daniel Snyder sounds like the... To me, making threats like that, it seems so, I guess, awful. But I also know when people do something to you and you do something back, uh, he's not going to have a whole lot of support from many people. I can tell you that in the league. Yeah, and he just recently told an associate, the NFL is a mafia, Snyder said. All the owners hate each other. One veteran owner responded to that and said, that's not true. All of the owners hate Dan Snyder. Well, I would imagine this. If they collude together and say it's 31 versus him, him, we're in this love together. Let him empty whatever bucket he thinks he's got, and let's go. Because I would imagine the money that the other 31 have will be very difficult for Dan Snyder, even though he's got plenty of money to fight that off. So I, I don't have any idea, most probably, <clears throat> excuse me, don't unless you're one of those owners that knows, ooh, I told him one of my you know financial secrets, one of our mafia secrets is Dan Snyder would uh, say, talking about the NFL being a mafia with the ownership, then we're going to find out if they're afraid of it, right, or nervous of it. Yep. So, and the uh, NFL has their league meetings this coming. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tuesday in New York. Many owners and top league executives have told uh, at least ESPN in their article that they want to see Snyder removed as an owner. So those, those uh, whatever method that these owners are putting together to try to remove Dan Snyder as an owner, they will discuss it on Tuesday. Yeah, in New York, so it's it's. I don't know if the word's interesting, but it it's probably going to get a little bit more verbally nasty than uh, sooner than later with this. If Daniel Snyder's making these threats on owners, and then the owners come back with that, no, everybody hates Daniel Snyder. We don't hate each other. So, yep. So I guess the uh, what do you say? They can't touch me. They can't f with me. Okay. So this just seems really similar to like the Epstein case, like the way these guys are all handling it and responding, and he's got dirt on him, and nobody likes him, and it's just really weird. Yeah. So then you even this article that I that I've read a couple of articles this morning on this, and then this one that I'm that I'm scouring through is a really really long one from ESPN, and one part of it or a big part of it is the relationship that Jerry Jones and Dan Snyder have, and Dan Snyder has directly told. 
um, another owner that he, quote, I have dirt on Jerry Jones. I have a file on the Dallas Cowboys owner. So here's he has what, a whole file, so, apparently. So, so basically what you're telling me is when these guys get into this, do you you just start you just start when you like go to dinners and there's five of you you start taking notes of what's going on at a table and you yeah. put the file away. I mean, who goes into a relationship thinking this? Getting um, dirt on people, somebody yeah, that's it, dirty, right? Right. Who 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 does something that like that? Because there comes a point in time you want to do that. We've seen this before. Paybacks are a bitch, dude. Oh yeah. They, I mean, you, you want to get buried and lose your career? Don't be dumb enough to try and do that to somebody else. Hmm. Goes one, it goes one deep, two deep, possibly deeper than that. Imagine that. And when you when you get to him, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, a sledgehammer hits him in the side of the head. Not literally. You're like, where'd that come from? Because it was methodical and planned out after what you did. So that movie, if if it happens, we're going to be one heck of a headbutt and power struggle, right? <clears throat> so we'll see. But who goes into a relationship thinking, I think I'm going to do this? Other than bad person, right? Right, yeah, Just exactly. Just a trash-ass human being. Bad people. Right. Right. <laughs> you, geez, man. When the shoe fits for trash, you wear it, right? Right. See? Crossing your metaphors. Trash the shoe. Trash doesn't have a shoe, but it sounded good coming from one of, one of your cross metaphors, right? Yeah. You read yeah. more into this, and the Jerry Jones and the Dan Snyder stuff is just... Apparently, Jerry Jones has told Confidants that he will not be able to protect Snyder any longer. I don't know what's going on with these two. Well, a lot when it's billionaires. I imagine they're not the only two, right? Right. According to Dan Snyder. So, but if it's trash, it's trash. Meaning, Daniel Snyder, well, we saw what he created in his building, so we'll see. I don't know enough about him to know anything other than what we read in the articles and people doing their due diligence and the great reporters out there who do their work. Yeah, these... But it just sounds like you just put them in a... They're all going to go in an MMA ring and verbally fight it out and and uh, empty the bucket on each other, I guess. Yeah, this article was put together by Seth Wickersham. Yes. And Don Van Natta Jr., and then also Tisha Thompson. So those are the three reporters that have been apparently working on this for a while now. Yeah, I would imagine with those guys doing their due diligence on Daniel Snyder, they've been at it for quite a while yeah. after what's gone on there. Trying to dig in and really kind of figure out what's, if you're an, if what's you're an owner, on, the I mean, best thing to do and like to keep your circle small and also shut your mouth. Right. You know, and not everybody roots for your success or claps for it. Okay, those matter of fact, a lot of people clapping for success usually uh, uh, a lot of times aren't people you would consider friends, and then you end up finding that they're friends. Speaking of Jerry Jones, Dak Prescott still not ready to go. Cooper Rush set to start for the Eagles. He's our quarterback. How do you think Cooper Rush will fare against the best team in the NFL? That's next on Sports Talk Seven Ninety. All right. Carbingo.com. Carbingo.com. Here's where we go. I got a three-step process for you. You want full value for your rig, right? You say, I need to get full value. Man, it's time. I'm going to upgrade. Well, you know, head over to Classic Chevy Sugarland for that. Carbingo.com. When you got that used vehicle, says, okay, it's time. But where am I going to get full value? I'll tell you where you're going to get it. In a simple, efficient three-step process. 
You're going to go to carbingo.com, and you're going to fill out the make, model, VIN number, mileage, all that, and it'll go pretty efficiently and urgently. And a Carbingo acquisition specialist is going to contact you soon thereafter with an offer. And they want you to get full value for your vehicle, just like you want for yourself. And they're going to make you an offer. It's going to come quick. And you're going to say, okay, I like that offer. And then you're going to say, well, then what? Well, let's choose the pickup or drop-off for you. And you're going to choose that. And then they're going to show up. And step three is they're going to hand you a check. You're not going to wait the 60 days for it to clear. You're not going to have direct deposit. They're going to hand you a check and say, thank you. You're going to hand them the keys and all it will be done efficient. And it all starts at car bingo. See that three-step process? Pretty simple. Nothing better than being paid on the spot. Fast pay makes fast friends. Get that value from carbingo.com. Carbingo.com. The phone number is 87 Carbingo. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. Amarillo by morning. Up from San Antonio. Everything that I got. Is just what I've got. There ain't none, nothing better than George Strait bringing us back to the Sean Salisbury Show on Sports Talk 790. Astros, Mariners, Game 2, 237 first pitch from Minute Maid Park. The On Deck Show starts at 1.30 exclusively on your home for Astros baseball. Sports Talk 790. Braves and Padres both won yesterday. Thursday night football tonight. Commanders and Bears Throw the record books out the window. What a battle that's going to be. Dak Prescott, not ready just yet to come back to action. Jerry Jones talked about the quarterback and his ability to spin the football. Can he zip the ball out there and uh, make the throw? We'll start working on that uh, Wednesday real hard. He's certainly doing the kinds of things medically that you want to do, but can he spin the ball? Uh, we know Dak Prescott can play, and we know he'll be ready to play the minute he gets a chance to go in the game. Can he spin the ball? We'll see. Can he spin the ball and zip? Can he zip it on out there? Well, I mean, we know he can zip it, but can he spin it? You got to be able to spin it. You got to spin the right. ball. Spin the rock. You got to spin it. You got to spin it. Toss the pill. Throw the pigskin. Are you done? <laughs> what kind of day is it for you? It's a great day. I like to call it the pelota. Yeah. See, si, me gusta. Can he chunk the pelota? Can he chunk it? Yeah. Do you say chuck or chunk? I don't say either. I uh, say rip it. I say both. Yeah. I like to say chunk. Can he well, rip the leather? Ch- no. No, I just say, can he rip it? Okay. Can he, uh, what else do you want to know? Like, well, let's see. Can he chunk it? Chunk it. Like, I would say chunk it's like it's a not. deep ball throw. Oh, man, he can chunk it about 65, right. 70, 75, 56 right? 56 yards. That's probably, that's not quite chunking it. That's kind of, that's like the... That's mid, that's, as the kids that, say. That's, no, that's ch- chunking it without the N and the K at the end. Well, people say it's... You know, the, people, you got T-H say, here, you don't fit it. It's like playing a horse and not... It. I'm not right. chucking anything, I'm chunking it. Can you describe the difference between the two? Yes, Before I can. you hit the Google machine. I can. <laughs> <laughs> the Google machine. So what's the difference between chunking it and chunking it? <laughs> well, I think if you chuck it, you're just kind of chugging it more. You chunking it more. You're really getting it out there. You're putting the spin on the ball. Yeah. Be chucking it down 
to be raining very heavily. So you're raining footballs heavily. Making it okay. rain. That's that's chucking it? Chucking it. And then chunking. I don't think that you're going to like the... I don't know if chunking is going to fit in. Yeah, I think that's more of... It's more dealing with like cookies and stuff, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're going to... Food. It's like when people say... Um, oh, okay. this is... Dude, this is not good. <laughs> not good? <laughs> Go ahead. Don't forget it's a family show. <laughs> um... Like it's like the same when people say Valentine's Day and some will call it Valentine's Day. So there's there's a couple of meanings for chunking it. Don't if don't if they're dirty, don't say them. The first one that comes in, in the Google machine, chunking. If it's dirty, don't say it. I'm just warning you. I'm just gonna say this is how they use it in a sentence. Well, if it's dirty, yo, bro, let's finish this beer and go out to this party. If I get really drunk tonight, I might go chunking. It means is that blowing chow, throwing up? No. Oh, it isn't. No, because that's what like, that's the way I it used to be. It. Blowing chunks was yes, yeah. that's blowing You'd chunks. Eat, yeah, call drink, dinosaurs. Get sick, yeah. get sick, and mm-hmm. you, you you would leaning over the toilet. You'd be chunky. You'd be able to blowing chunks. I, I'll read it. I mean, I, I once again, is it dirty? I mean, it, yeah, I mean, but we've said, you know, I mean, but, we say D's nuts and things like that on this show, you know, so I'm just going to read it. This is, this is off of the internet dictionary. Okay. I don't need a visual of a sexual enterprise. The, the improper act of having or trying to have intercourse with a large man or woman. Oh, typically on a weekend night. Chubby chasing derives from the word chunker. So you're telling me that's just the same as going big. Are you on Urban Dictionary? Or where, where are you at? <laughs> I, not, I'm not going to slug, man. I've got, I've, got, I've got a lot of different sources. I have plenty of different dictionaries at my disposal, Listen, okay? You're an idiot, okay? <laughs> that's, that's what that's it says. All right. Now what first, is chunking in data science? You want me to... No, I just, used to refer the process of taking small separate pieces of information or chunks and simple words and making a group of them into larger pieces. Okay, so maybe that's the closest to your throwing that chunking it. But like, do you say Valentine's or times? Valentine's. Okay. Do you ever hear people say, "Oh, it's Valentine's Day"? Yeah, I've heard that. Right. Yeah. yeah, Ryan said it a few times. Right. Yeah, Valentine's. So, yeah. I don't do you know. Say cra- crown or crayon or how do you how do you pronounce crayon? Crayon. Crayon. Yeah. See. Yeah. You say that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I do say it because that's how it's pronounced. Right. Crayon. How did we get here? You. you something. How did we get here? Brian, let me just explain something to you. Sean, get I... Get us s- back on the rails. I, okay. Get us back on the rails. Yeah, back the top rail. That's right. I'm saying Steer the ship. Right. Yeah. Guide us. Yeah, Bring yeah. us back into harbor. Rain. Right. Rain us in. Right. Rain. Jerry Jones, no, that's yourself where it was. In. That's where it was. Jerry Jones... What did Jerry Jones have anything to do with, going, with oh, spinning the ball? He's zipping it. He can zip you got, it, but he, can he spin it? And you, then we started going on metaphors no, about... No, we didn't. Oh, but you, you did. did. You said rip it. Yeah, you asked me... That's not a metaphor. It's just a phrase. That's right. That's the not a metaphor. Phrasing. It's, a re- it's a phrase. NFL phrases, throwing right. football phrases. And you decided that chunking it. Correct. You'd read what it meant from Urban Dictionary, I imagine, not from Webster's. And you I said cannot chunking, confirm chunking it deny. means when you go big is basically what you're saying. Right. That's what it says on the internet. When you go big because you go get a chunky person, right? Yes. So, Man or woman. So I just say, Look, dude, get the pronouns correct, say, please. I just say, go big. Go big or go home. Right. Son. Oh, thanks. Nobody's heard that, pal. <laughs> Ryan, 
Did we, doesn't he have to go to the game early today or something? Yeah, we got to go to the game. Don't you got to oh. go somewhere? Yeah, let's get out of here. Ryan does. Best, I don't best know. Of, <laughs> best of. What, 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 what happened to you? Seriously, I don't even know who you are anymore. I don't know who you are anymore. Oh, man. So I is, say spin it or let it rip. So does Dak Prescott play against the Eagles before we welcome any in Rappaport? I'm going to say no. Ryan? One more time? Reading our awesome tweets here. We're getting some great interaction today on at Sports Talk 790. Do you think Dak Prescott plays? Uh, no. Yeah. I don't think he does either. I he, mean, can, he, can, he can zip it, but he can't spin it. Yeah, if he can't spin it, Gary don't want you to play unless he can spin it. Is it odd to you at all that Jerry Jones is the one that continues to give us the health updates of Dak Prescott? Well, he's the most. He's a spokesperson. <laughs> he's a doctor, Doctor Jones. One of he's his a quarterback titles. coach. He's a head coach. He's the head marketer. He's a head coach, and he's you know he knows about spinning it, zipping okay? it, and you know about chunking it, as you like to call it. I I chuck things now. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's. You're not going to die. You've gone big. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. Didn't you? Didn't you admit about two twenty five one time? I did, what? You dated? No. Well, years ago, did you say two and a quarter? No. Nothing wrong, nothing wrong with it. No. I mean, you can own it. I didn't date. Anyone oh, you, that, that big. was two twenty seven. Super heavyweight class. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Why are we putting my business on front streets? <laughs> right now, dude. I'll start crossing metaphors like you if you let me. Go big or stay home instead of go home, right? That's what you do. Go big or have a great day. <laughs> what? See how screwed hey man, up he is, right? Be blessed. He's the type of guy, Ryan, that he'd say go big or like or uh, have home. a great day. <laughs> Ian Rappaport joins us next on Sports Talk 790. It's a whole new ball game around here. A new sound spectacular. Sean Salisbury. Brian LaLima. Can't stop addicted to the shindig. Chop chop, it says I'm gonna win big. This is the all-new Sean Salisbury Show. 802 here in H-Town. Welcome into the Sean Salisbury Show on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian LaLima, Ryan Money, Astros in game number two of the ALDS against the Mariners. 237 first pitch from Minute Maid Park. The On Deck Show here on your home for Astros baseball. Sports Talk 790 starts at 130. The Braves and Padres both won yesterday. They evened their respective NLDS series at one game apiece. Thursday night football tonight. The Commanders taking on the Bears. Tua Tungavailoa ruled out once again. The Dolphins having to start Skyler Thompson. We are waiting for Ian Rapport to join the show. Sean, I imagine we, uh, with a lot of news out there, he's probably answering his phone with a lot of situations. As we know, you broke some of this stuff. Well, not broken, but reported some of the stuff that's going on with yeah. Daniel Snyder and NFL owners. And if, if Ian has to change and, times or change days, we may move him if that's yep. the case. And, and here is Ian Rapport. Oh, we got him. That's great. Great Ian Rapport. Yeah. The great Ian Rapport. What's Rapp- going on? All right, man. Ian Rapport, NFL Network Insider, our insider here. Rap Sheet on Twitter joins us here on Sports Talk 790, Sean Salisbury. All right, Ian, uh, obviously the Texans with the bye. Let's get to the big breaking news. 
Um, Daniel Snyder got stuff all on, all on these owners. He and Jerry's relationship, Jerry Jones, that is, fractured, that the owners hate him, and he says all the owners hate each other. Big story, I would imagine. People have been doing their due diligence on it. Where's this going to end, and what's going to happen with this? Well, I mean, you know, first of all, uh, and, you know, with all with all respect to the, the reporters of this story, and, you know, I haven't read through all of it. It's extremely long, honestly, but right. um, I'm sure I will at, at some point, uh, and not doubting them at all, but, but my understanding is that the relationship between Jerry Jones and Daniel Snyder is still a good one and that it has not soured, which, you know, I don't know how meaningful that is, but that's just my understanding of the situation. Um and as far as, like, where does it go? So there's a league meeting next week. You know, theoretically, if there was 24 owners who were united against Snyder, they could vote to oust him. I just don't know that that's actually the case. And I don't know that anything has changed from when we did this around the time of the Super Bowl or the last owners' meetings or anything. Like, there's nothing that has happened to really alter the landscape. So my guess as to what happens is, we go to the owners' meeting in New York. They talk about it, and then everyone just kind of moves on um, until and unless there's something dramatic that comes from the congressional investigation that proves or shows that Dan Snyder really did take money, steal money from other owners. That, to me, would be the one game-changing possibility. Do you believe there's owners, uh, a majority of them, support or are, uh-oh, I don't want to be involved in this Daniel Snyder thing? Well, I I think, you know, the ownership group as a whole is sort of like that anyway. You know, you have a couple out front who are very outspoken, very powerful, you know, the Jerry Joneses and the Bob Crafts of the world. You have a couple who, uh, you know, several, I would say, who kind of, are worried about their own team and and are not as powerful and kind of go along and, and uh, you know, see which way the powerful owners go and follow them. And then you have some others who are kind of in the middle. Um, you know, it's really hard to characterize a big group like that. And that's why, you know, in order for something historic to happen, like owners getting together and voting Dan Snyder out, it would have to be something dramatic that everybody had no choice but to be on board for. Again, like, you know, financial crimes, that would be really bad. Right. Um, You know, the stuff in this article is extremely interesting, and they did a really nice job. But is it enough to turn the tide for the owners who are, like, maybe not sure about making a historic move with no precedent? Um, I'm not sure that's the case. Ian Rappaport, Rap Sheet on Twitter. Our insider here on Sports Talk 790 and NFL Network joins us every week. Grateful he adjusted yesterday after the Astros' big win. Appreciate you moving it yeah, for us really, today, brother. Really happy you guys yeah. been, uh, really happy you guys spent a whole show talking about what great baseball is being played in your town while my Mets are uh, <laughs> not playing anything. But whatever. And you know what, my man? Day. We're not going to apologize for it. I promise you. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I know you're not. We'll apologize for moving it, but and thank you, but we're not apologizing <laughs> for great Astros walk-off home runs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, my man, let, let me get one last thing about Daniel Snyder. You know, sure. when I get asked or people say, and you read it, and you hear it all the time on social media, we all do, how is this guy Teflon? How does, how does, how does with what we at least get reported out of Washington and the toxic supposed environment and the things that have gone on there, I don't, I don't want to call it a hall pass. That sounds too easy. How, how's it Teflon? How, how does he avoid... 
I mean, I know he got hit with a fine and that, but how does he avoid something bigger than that? How has that happened to date? Well, I think, you know, for something bigger like that to happen, he would either have to be a willing party. Remember, Jerry Richardson went through some of this with the you know, right. workplace culture situation, but Jerry Richardson knew he was going to sell and eventually decided that because he was going to sell anyway, he was going to sort of use the time that was given to him by the scandal and just sell anyway, right? So he knew he was going to sell, and he said, well, I'll just use this as a reason to sell. Um, Daniel Snyder does not want to sell, has no plans to sell, and I honestly don't know if he ever will. So it would take 24 owners forcing him to do something that he absolutely does not want to do and has refused to do. So for that historic thing to happen, it would have to be historic circumstances. Yep. And I just don't know that we've gotten to the point where there are historic circumstances. So that's why we're in this kind of weird spot where, you know, many, I'm sure that many people would like Dan Snyder not to be the owner of the Washington Commanders. Right. But to force him to do it in a way that has not happened is would take something more than what has been present thus far. That is my understanding. Yeah, and you mentioned the financial part of it, which would be big and and what uh, would turn into a huge problem. That would force somebody's hand if that is the case. And we'll continue to follow that story, obviously, and visit with you oh, weekly, yeah. weekly about where that goes. Ian Rappaport joins us here on the Sean Salisbury Show. Okay, uh, Matt Rule out. One is mm-hmm. candidates are starting to surface. Is there, we hear the saying, you know, the, we'll hear the names of the, of the Dan Quins and guys like that. Is there a name mm-hmm. specific surfacing? And are guys like Ron Rivera and Frank Reich, are they in trouble? Um, we'll get to Rivera first. Um, you know, obviously it has been, it has been a tough road and, you know, we'll see what happens. Today. If they win tonight, I think some of the, you know, pressure comes off them a little bit, and everyone can kind of take a deep breath. Uh, if they lose tonight, I think it'll get pretty hot. But remember, you know, it's it's an owner in Dan Snyder that we've just been talking about. He is doing everything he can to show everyone that his organization organization is fine and in a good place. Ron Rivera runs a lot, right? So if they were going to fire Ron Rivera, then they would basically have to hire a new person who runs all of football, which is fine, but that's a lot. And, you know, who could owner Dan Snyder get given the situation that he is currently going through? So there's a lot there. As far as Frank Wright goes, you know, he's definitely someone who I think is in the crosshairs, but he just got a big new extension. Now, owner Jim Ursay uh, has, you know, in the past fired people after they've gotten extensions. He did as Ryan Grigson. Um, and Chuck Pagano a couple of years ago, so there is precedent. Uh, and they have looked really, really rough. Um, so I think that's certainly one to keep an eye on. Um, and what was the other thing you asked? Uh, about about candidates, for, candidates for Matt Rule or any job that yes, comes up. Who are the three or four names that are going to surface? Well, you know, I think for, you know, for candidates for Matt Rule, I would say considering the issues they've had, you know, Steve Wilkes will get a shot. But considering the issues they've had, um, on offense, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a bright young offensive coach. Um, and there are, you know, there are plenty of them from Brian Callahan and, um, you know, Ken Dorsey, who is a former Panthers coach, who's currently the offensive coordinator of the Bills. He would be a name to keep an eye on. You know, Kellen Moore would be another one. Uh, Byron Leftwich would be 
definitely another one. Um, you know, there's there's plenty of young offensive coaches, and I think that's the way they're going to go. But, um, you know, the name Sean Payton is always out there and oh, always yeah. going to be out there, and I would expect them to run at him first. All right, let me throw a couple quick other names at you. Just tell me if there's any kind of heat in their kitchen, and could it turn on it, I mean, quickly on them and go sure. south? Um with uh, uh, Josh McDaniels in, in Las Vegas? Don't think so. In it for the long haul. Um, I think the owner understands where they are as a team. Um, they've also had some bad breaks. Um, so I, I think I think he's fine. Nathaniel Hackett? Uh, I'm not so sure he's fine. Um, that's one we'll definitely be keeping an eye on. It has gotten really rough there really early. Um, if he doesn't turn it around, I would say there's going to be a lot of focus on Nathaniel Hackett as we get through the end of the season. Dan Campbell. Um, he signed a six-year deal, and I think the organization is still very much behind him. It's been a little bit of a tough start, but I do not get the sense that he is in any trouble. No trouble at all. All right, let me ask you this about Mike Tomlin, who I think is one of the finest coaches in the league. Would Mike ever leave Pittsburgh to go coach somewhere else? Um, I don't think he wants to, you know, if there was a situation and I don't, you know, I, I don't want to speak for Tomlin and I honestly don't know him well enough to where I would say, here's what he wants. But just from my own thought, I feel like he wants to be the coach in Steelers for a very, very, very long time. So I don't get the sense he would do that. Um, now it's been a tough year and a little bit of a transition year and they have a new GM now and so I don't know that that's sort of changed his mind or opened his mind but it at least is another variable but my guess is I don't think he would want to go anywhere and how about in the last I mean, that's, a, that's, yeah. that's a great right. job oh know? yeah they're loyal we they don't change coaches especially good ones like right. Mike Tomlin who's as fine as right. we have in the league um Kevin Stefanski in Cleveland yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get the sense he's in trouble at all. Okay. Um, I mean, they went to the playoffs a couple of years ago. Um, I think defensive-wise, you know, that there's probably going to be some focus there. Um, they don't have their starting quarterback, and they won't have him until week 12. I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. Um, so, no, I do not get the sense that Svansky's in, in any trouble at all. And if you're sensing a theme, you know, this is – I think going to be a year where we see fewer coaching vacancies okay. than we have in the past, just because we saw so, so, so many last year. And one guy that I think the people in this town, I don't know if they're curious about, but but I am, is Bill O'Brien going to get an NFL head coaching interviewer job if, if, from Alabama if they continue to offensively do what they do? I think a better question is, does he want one? Right. Like, and I haven't talked to Bill O'Brien in a little bit, but I kind of wondered, even toward the end of his tenure, if he wanted to be back in college. Now he is back in college. Like, what if one of these prime jobs come open? Wouldn't he rather be back in college? Like, so really like Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Nebraska, or something else, taking one of those programs that's on the that's got yeah, potential to or, grow in blue blood, right? Yeah, or even better than that, you know. Um, I mean, he's such a good coach, and he did well in college, and you can control more in college. So I don't know. I mean, I. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, about. interesting. Interesting stuff. And one last thing for me is, where's Odell Beckham going to end up? Well, um, you know, I would say uh, probably in mid-November is when we're talking here. 
Um, and, you know, he's got some interesting teams. He's got, like, teams like the Bills. He's got the Bucks. He's got the Packers. There's still the Rams. And he was a little frustrated the Rams didn't offer him a, a long-term deal, like sort of Michael Gallup, or, you know, or Chris Godwin. But maybe they stay – maybe they still do so. Um, but I think those are some of his options there. Great stuff, man. It'll be another busy, good week, and we look forward to our visit back to our normal day next week. And thank you so much, and uh, we look forward to talking to you, brother. Thank you. All right. Sounds good. Hopefully my phone works next time. Yeah, there there you go. We appreciate it, bud. Thanks. That's great, Ian Rappaport. Interesting stuff on – I get the feeling from Ian he doesn't think that the Daniel Snyder things is – contentious maybe with the owners as it, it appears. So he's an insider himself obviously on the yeah, national oh yeah, scale he, and then he, these, these do, the, the reporters that I mentioned earlier on this whole thing are also in the know. Oh yeah, no, so, I, as you heard him, he said they've done a great job right, on it. doing their due long. diligence. Oh, absolutely. So one thing I want to talk with you when we come back is why the two different mindsets on this? Well, and, and well, you it also who the people you talk to that right. have inside, you know, the, the information. Sources, right. Yeah, your sources may be different, but still may be close. Right. Hearing it from two different ways. So, yeah. And that's you know the, the in rap reports of the world. That's what they're, they're based yep. on their relationships and information. Right. And we'll talk more about the Dan Snyder situation next on Sports Talk Seven Ninety. The Sean Salisbury Show continues. Just finished up our weekly visit with National NFL Insider Ian Rappaport. He moved to Thursday. Usually have him every Wednesday, but yesterday we were fielding calls and discussing all the Astros on that wild walk-off winner. So thanks to Ian Rappaport for moving moving his visit with us to Thursday. You can catch that interview later on after the show on our blog at sports790.com. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. Sean Salisbury, Brian LaLima, Ryan Money, Astros. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With a one to nothing lead in the ALDS, one game to nothing. They are in game two, 237 first pitch, 130 on deck, show Framer Valdez on the mound, Braves and Padres. They even their respective division series yesterday. Braves beating the Phillies, Padres beating the Dodgers. Both of those series are tied at one game apiece. And then Thursday night football tonight, the Commanders and the Bears. Sean, you asked Ian Rappaport about the Dan Snyder situation. We talked about it during the stakeout, and the reports out are that Dan Snyder has dirt on Roger Goodell and a lot of the NFL owners. His relationship with Jerry Jones is fracturing at the surface. And if the owners try to... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
force him to sell the team, then he will expose all of them. Ian Rappaport kind of made it seem like, you know, from his understanding, the relationship between Ian Rappaport and, or not Ian Rappaport, but Dan Snyder and Jerry Jones is is just fine. And then the report their relationship that, and that it would take something bigger than what they already know to get him to sell. Right. Because he doesn't absolutely does not want. Right. To. And then on the other side of it, the ESPN and like Ian said, this ESPN article is extremely long. There's a lot of different details in it and gave him credit for doing a good job. Right. too. They're doing their due diligence. But one thing that I find interesting is is Ian Rappaport has his insiders. He does his due diligence just like. The others that we have seen in this ESPN article, one side, not one side, but it's a uh, Don Van Natta Jr., Seth Wickersham, and Tisha Thompson. They're the ones that put together this article in ESPN, and then Ian Rapport. You know, seems like from what he's been told, it's not as serious. So I just kind of find it. It's um. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I think he realizes it's, it's serious because of what's the toxic. Right. It's but I think he as far as like give up ownership serious. Yeah. Yeah. It's sources, buddy. Sources on one side, sources on the other. One thinks it's a lot all, worse than it is. I mean all these guys will have somebody who I'm talking about owners, have somebody who'll champion their cause, meaning a, 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 their buddy or another owner. And they'll also have somebody who who is 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 not on their side, just like with their own people that that they're um What's the word? I'm a sounding board. They have people that are a sounding board, and people they wouldn't share anything with. And when it comes to sources and people you trust, you know, Ian or somebody else may have somebody that they talk to closer to Jerry or Daniel Snyder. And then the, the you know, Seth and the rest of the folks doing the, the article may have somebody that they're discussing and they see it from two, you know, it's amazing how the optics change between two different people, right? Right. Depends on what side of the optics, fence you're sitting that's, on. That's the right. word I was looking for, yeah. Right. So we'll see. Um, I, I wouldn't have any idea how deep it goes. Ian had mentioned if you're stealing money from other owners and it's financial, well, that also gets into we're talking about. And, and when you're talking about owners of teams, if that, I'm talking about that, that he mentioned of the ownership and money and if there's money that was taken. Here's the problem with that. You know, it's not five and ten dollar bets. When it comes to billionaires, there's a lot of money involved. Right. If that was the case, then I would imagine that not only crosses over from owner the the, the moral compass part of it and and that, but I would imagine it's a federal thing that gets involved too. If in fact, right, that the, the billionaires, if if somebody was taken from somebody or doing something wrong and. You know, I don't know if embezzling is even the right word in this situation, but whatever it is, if that's not it, apparently to date, as Ian said, it may not have enough information to get Daniel Snyder to sell. The question is, how deep does it go? And is the financial part of it, meaning something that he did wrong, part of it, if he did? And neither, none of us on this show have any extra information that would tell you one way or the other. I have no right. idea. I'm going to let those great reporters do their due diligence, but it's just... 
it's seen from you know different parties, different perspectives, different optics, for sure. Right, and one, one of the things in this big ESPN article, it says, Dan Snyder told members of his inner circle about the dirt that he has accumulated on fellow owners, coaches, executives, and even his own employees. All of the stuff that he's learned from other sources, including private investigation firms. So this dude's got private investigation firms at his disposal to find dirt on other owners? It's almost like he... It's like he knows that the things he does is wrong, and he's going out of his way to cover his tracks. Right? It's ridiculous. I mean, man, all of the the he wants that I message mean, out there too. There's a reason why he wants it out there, right? To say, ooh, well, maybe if you're one of those that he feels like he has, he's like, well, let me let me when we go into this vote in this meeting, let me take Daniel Snyder's side. Now, I don't know how it's going to work out, but when 32 billionaires are sitting in the room. Or what is it, 31 and a whole bunch of people from Green Bay? Or, you know, whatever yeah. the, the majority, group, yeah, the, the majority shareholder right. is. So I, it's a it, it's going to be interesting to see how this turns out. We're going to find out just how many people have Daniel Snyder. What's he need, 24? Yes. Yeah. We're going to find out just where, where, where this, the depth of support or non-support for Daniel Snyder uh, sits. We're going to know that, I would imagine, fairly soon. With Matt Rule being fired from the Panthers, where could the former head coach of Carolina find himself? We'll talk about it next on Sports Talk 790. Let the celebration start. More Sean Salisbury. <laughs> the Sean Salisbury Show. Sean Salisbury show on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian LaLima, Ryan Money, Astros, Mariners, game number two of the ALDS at Minimay Park today, 237 first pitch. The On Deck show starts at 1.30 here on your home for Astros baseball. Sports Talk 790. The Braves and Padres win yesterday. Thursday night football tonight. The Commanders and the Bears. We continue to talk. The NFL, Matt Rule was fired from the Carolina Panthers. Sean, where do you think Matt Rule ends up? You think he goes back to college? Could he be a potential candidate for the Wisconsin job, the Nebraska job? Oh, I think he's going to be a, a potential candidate for a lot of them. If you're looking for a guy who knows how to build something and do it quickly, knows how to recruit, coach, teach at the college level, uh, Matt Rule will be back in it, and he will have more success than he's had at, at uh, <clears throat> Carolina. Could we see some coaching moves in the NFL? Like like one of the questions that we discussed yesterday in our pre-show uh, group text, you know, and one of the names that I brought up was uh, Mike Tomlin. You asked Ian Rappaport the same question. Do you think Mike Tomlin would leave the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, I think it would take a lot for him to go. Mike's never had a losing season there. They don't change coaches. Uh, very. I mean, well, you've seen between three in the last what feels like a hundred years with Chuck Noll and Bill Cowher and and Tomlin. The ownership is always committed to loyalty to players for the most part and coaches. They are a winning organization. It's a incredible football town. You get um, the fans are phenomenal. They love it. There's a history there. Talk about blue blood championship type organization. They will not stay down for long. They'll find it. And if it's not Kenny Pickett, somebody else to build another quarterback. You know, build around a quarterback. 
there's too many good players and too much. You would have to take something special for Mike Tomlin to leave because he's a fixture and one of the best. Put it this way, if he leaves, it ain't going to be because he gets fired. It'll be because he's, he's ready for a different challenge. But there's something to be said for longevity in one place, and Mike Tomlin is phenomenal. There'd be a line so long to get him if he left. But if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you don't want that. And I'm not sure Mike Tomlin does either. You listen, I'm sure, and I'm sure he's molded over like everybody does in any career. But I think the Pittsburgh Steelers would be making a mistake if that ever happened. And I, I would imagine that that's not the – if you ask Mike Tomlin today, I would imagine Mike Tomlin says, I'm, I'm worried about this year's Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. And he's always done that, hence why he always wins. Right, and Mike Tomlin was asked about the bad play across the Pittsburgh Steelers. When it's that bad across the board, um, it starts with me. Um, we don't need to seek comfort uh, because, you know, there's enough blame to go around. Uh, we need to be solution-oriented. Um, and so, th- so we begin this process. What is the process? The process of getting better, of building this? Is that what you're saying? Yes. About building they haven't steals? played well. They've well. Obviously, T.J. Watt's been banged up. They had the quarterback him, change. When the Pittsburgh Steelers are at their finest, here's what I've known over the years. When I played against them and all the years then and all the years in between then and now, one is their coaching staff's always really, really good. Two is they've had aggressive defense and it's always at the top of the league of being physical and you don't really want to play them because they knock you around and they fly with great linebackers. And they tackle. And you know you've been in a fist fight. Three is they've always been a dominant offensive line. Protecting the quarterback and in a run game. And four, and all the Ben Roethlisberger, you, you, you started to see when they started to tail off a little bit is when, ben, when Ben's game tailed off at the end. Last couple of years. Wasn't the same Ben Ross. Still a good player, but not a star. They got to start there. It starts with the guy under center and their defense. They've always been known as a physical, nasty defense. When that goes well, the rest takes care of itself. And right now, they're not great at much. Their defense will fly on, but you got to get healthy there and build that again. The quarterback's got to be a, a playmaking monster, whether that's Kenny Pickett or somebody else down the road. Pickett is a first-round pick. We'll see if it's him. But when I know the Pittsburgh Steelers, I know beat your brains in on defense and pushed you around offensively, and the quarterback's always is, is, is been a success. Now that they've made the move to Kenny Pickett, you would expect Kenny Pickett to start for the rest of the season, right? Oh, I he's going to play. If I'm Mike Tomlin, you're playing through all the good and all the bad, brother. You're going to throw picks. You're going to get beat. You're going to get kicked in the teeth. I think Mike Tomlin has a way of of keeping a guy's self-esteem and feeling good about himself pretty high, even in low moments. And it ain't easy being a rookie quarterback. Hell, it isn't easy being an eight-year veteran in the league. Kenny Pickett's going to have to learn the hard way. He's not on a great Pittsburgh Steelers team, but the Pittsburgh Steelers don't take four years to fix it. They never have. It's constantly, oh, we're down a little bit there. And like I said, when you got a head coach that hasn't had a losing season, that's that's uncharted waters for him. So he's going to get it fixed, and they're going to tackle, and they're going to be disciplined. And if you don't play well, they'll they'll find somebody else who will. Um, but Kenny Pickett, I, there's no reason to take him out of the lineup. Right. If you think that Ride you, it you, out. You, you just got to find out what he's like through some through the tough times and through the good times, and if there's something there where you say, okay, this is our franchise guy for the future. And so no no musical chairs at quarterback. And he's going to play like a rookie sometimes, and then he's going to play like a 
a, a top draft pick. So we're going to see both, and we're going to see how he mentally and emotionally handles it. How does the NFL change the quarterback rules on penalties? We'll talk about it next on Sports Talk 790. My computer career, my computer career. Dot edu looking for a new opportunity looking for a chance to expand what you're doing or change jobs or get into the IT business where you can a prime opportunity that many have taken advantage of and now you've got it to where they've slashed tuition prices for you prime opportunity go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today and start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Helping people start their IT career is what we do at My Computer Career. You attend classes uh, online, live, or you go to class just twice a week to get what you'll need. More than just a school, My Computer Career, which is slash tuition prices for you, will help you be around people in the industry by working with hundreds of employers that hire the My Computer Career students. More than just a school, my computer is going to help you. Is going to help you get into that industry by putting you around those people consistently. A lot of you, and people have been doing it for a long time. My computer career is nationally accredited, and financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. Again, tuition prices slashed. Classes start soon, so go take the free career evaluation today at My Computer Career. It's mycomputercareer.edu. It's not rocket science, but it is my computer career. Mycomputercareer.edu. This is the Sean Salisbury Show. Salisbury Show. <laughs> That's beautiful. Cause I just can't wait till you ride me or come around. Now I'm walking on sunshine. Well, I'm walking on sunshine. Well, I'm walking on sunshine. Well, I don't even know you anymore. I'm just slinging. What are you? They're not even straight. Those are direct to the temple. They are. Hey Ryan, do you want to make some picks? Not like we got a full hour left. Here's what I. Here's what happens. So during the break, I say, "Hey man, when are we going to make our picks?" And he says, "We have a whole hour left." I said, "Oh, so you're the guy who thinks, well, we'll get to it tomorrow. We'll get to it later. That takes advantage. That takes for granted the time he has in a day. Unbelievable, Ryan. Can't believe it. Unbelievable. Are you here today? You, well, don't, oh, you're, don't, oh, you're talking you, to me? Why are you side-eyeing him? Oh, I'm just glad our camera's up and working why, today. Why are you side-eyeing him? Dude, he's UPSing it in, dude. <laughs> Astros and Mariners are in game two today. Yeah, nice and enthusiastic. Way to sell it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we get, yeah. yeah you know, we got a big there game today. One thirty on deck. One thirty on deck. Show Framber Valdez on the mound. Braves and Padres won yesterday. Thursday night football. Commanders and Bears. Devontae Adams charged with assault for shove after Monday night football. Sean, you played quarterback. I did. For he was what? also in movies. You were? I think so. Wow. Did not know that. You, you dirty little rascal. Do you want to see my SAG, SAG card? I've seen it. Just making sure. His, oh, did yeah. I give that to you one day when I was trying to pay for groceries? You did. You threw it okay. down. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Those of us in the industry. So you played quarterback. I did. You did. <laughs> yeah, I did. He was also in movies. Uh, was I? Yeah, I did. Well, have oh, you yeah, seen you my SAG card? Yeah. I have. Oh, okay. what, is, what is this, Groundhog oh, did Day? I, yeah, did I give it to you? And you, you threw, threw it down. down. Yes, yeah. yeah. What yeah. about, yeah, this is Groundhog Day. And you have seen over the last couple of weeks in the NFL season some of the atrocious penalties thrown against defenders trying to make tackles on the quarterback. Yep. How do 
we fix that? First off, we have lost uh, the integrity of tackle football at the quarterback position is no longer intact. There's only one left thing to do. You, you got two places to go. You can we can reverse the field and go back and actually let them actually play tackle football on the quarterback with preventing illegal late fierce hits, which has been the case you'd like to hope forever. We've we've dialed it in and brought it in. Okay, we give them a small place to hit, but they still have to play football. We sure as heck don't get mad when a receiver takes a clean hit to the rib cage after a catch, do we? No. So why should we? Well, what's any different than the quarterback? I I, I don't get it. So well, people say, "Oh, you got to protect." No, we protect him enough. We overprotect. We have overcorrected to the point of we have lost the integrity of tackle football in the NFL at that position. Meaning, and then the other way, if you want to continue the, what, what you're doing, then why honestly just put put a red jersey on, and I'm not being this hyperbolic, put a red jersey on him and let them run by the quarterback and when you touch him with two hands he's down right there. Play ends. More emphasis on the offensive line. How many times is play going to stop for us to review? Well, did he get both hands right. on him? We got a finger on and him. And I'm being a know? bit facetious about right. it, but you get my point yeah. that that's where we are. That's how far it's and gone I, with And this. save me. Well, Sean, don't you want to – got to ensure that these guys are healthy. Yeah, just like we do the left tackle, just like we do the running back. At, at some point, when two guys lower their head at the line of scrimmage and hit each other, unfortunately, it's football. And guess what? Guys are going to get hit. Guys are going to get hurt. I just don't understand why when a quarterback throws a ball and I smoke him in the back after a half a step – and I'm falling down and he's falling down and he lands down and I land on top of him, which I got nowhere else to land. How, how is that a penalty? Yeah, that's you can see the intent and excessive when a guy slams a guy down and throws him over the back and drives him into the turf and sits on him. And it literally feels like he wants to put his cleat on his chest. Right. There's a difference. I don't know why it's so difficult to see that we are not playing when it comes to the quarterback position. We're, we got some high octane players. But we are not playing real tackle football at the quarterback position. Protect him and keep him safe. Be logical. We've common sense no longer exists when it comes to this. But then again, it no longer exists in society either. So take it to a guy who played. Most quarterbacks, well, everyone that I've talked to does not like these rules on the quarterback. And I'm talking about they play the position or have played the position. We are way overboard. You can protect the quarterback without taking away tackle football, because that actually is what we do on Sunday. We play tackle football. So so there's not much. We've got the greatest and latest equipment. What you got to do is prevent the guy, and we know that the guy takes three steps and hits the quarterback. Flag him and kick him out if that's the case for excessive, whatever you want to do. But when a guy hits a guy and can't control whether he lands on him while he's going for a fumble, oh, you hurt the quarterback. Oh, you, you were a little excessive. No, we're just playing tackle football. We're out of hand. It's out of hand. And it's it, at times, the referees and the rules have made it unwatchable. It just is. So we, we either got to be able to review it, excessive force. There was no intent to hurt the guy. The guy didn't hit him late. We have got to change the rules and start to revert back to where we go back a bit and say, we're just going to play tackle football, treat it fairly. When the guy's hit after one step, then it's still a fair hit. Try to stay away from the knees and don't lead with the crown of your helmet. The rest of it, you can hit him and tackle him and play football like you would a running back in the open field. 
It's stupid. We overprotect, and we're trying to overcorrect. I understand the Tua situation, but it, 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 Tua got slammed to the ground. It was unfortunate, and neither play was dirty. I mean, they pushed him one. Neither play was dirty. It was unfortunate for Tua, but you can't change all the rules because one. Unfortunately, a team played a guy and he passed concussion protocol and he hit his head twice on the grass in four days. If we're going to do that, then we got to stop. Then you're not allowed to touch the quarterback, and nobody wants that. But we're almost there. We got to change it, and it's 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 embarrassing. There was a couple of years ago where there was that infamous. not or that pass interference that wasn't called in the Rams and Saints games in uh, in New Orleans in the playoffs that essentially kept the Saints out of the Super Bowl. Well, what did they do? They changed it to where pass interference w- was reviewable, and then they eventually ditched it. So all of these egregious calls—they're egregious. They're bad. They have been awful so far this season. Yeah, but but tell me too when I when I get to you'll get somebody giving me the self righteous kick. Well, you think about players say, don't you care about him 30 years from now? I do care about him, but most players are going to listen. We, we all we know the risk going in and there's risk on a clean hit. But my point is, why are we flagging a guy for a clean hit on a quarterback? Right. That's not football. That's not tackle football. Now, flag anybody on a dirty hit. If it's close, okay, air on the side. But we're calling stuff that's not even anywhere near it, that it's, it's like in practice. Guy goes by and hits his shoulder pad on the quarterback, and that's what the coach wants you to do, rush by him and grab his shoulder pad. In a game now, if you hit each other in the shoulder pads, they're calling a penalty on the, court, on the defensive guy. It's it's out of hand. It's not tackle football and these penalties. And we of course we got to protect him. But save the self righteous. Oh, you want more people walk? Every player that's memory gets a little lost, or every player that gets hurt doesn't have CTE, dude. I'm just telling you, they don't. That's the first thing we always got to go. Oh, he forgot, man. He he hurt. He he's wobbling a little bit. Well, 20 years from now, he's gonna have CTE. No, it's it's it doesn't always work like that. We've gotten to the point where we blame the game. Anytime somebody gets hurt, but you don't care about the guy who's had six knee surgeries and can't walk when he's done and walking in and is in a, with a walker when he's 52. Right. We do have to protect against head injuries. But if we're going to play football and you know it's a physical game, where's the common sense in just saying, listen, he hit him cleanly. If he gets hurt on a clean hit and breaks a rib, I hate to say it, my man, but you're going to have to get in line. Nobody wants it, but on a clean hit, why am I penalizing a guy for a clean hit? It, it, why? Why? Well, we want to keep. I mean, will you tell me you want to keep your stars on the field, but a good clean hit when a guy throws a football, I don't see what's wrong with that, and I don't know why we're doing this and review it. And I also don't know why we don't review every single play, every play. They're, they're all judgment calls. Yeah. When a guy, when I here, it's a judgment call. Oh, so when a guy jumps off sides. And you wonder if he jumped offsides or didn't jump offsides. It's not a judgment call. Every hold, they're all judgment calls. So that doesn't mean you get unlimited Reviews. red flags. Yeah. But if I want, we got all the cameras. If I want to review, if my guy was really a legal procedure, if he got off on the snap of the ball, and I want to waste a five-yard penalty timeout by throwing a red flag or get it because it's going to be the difference in third and five or third and ten. Why can't I review every? Why can't every play be reviewable? Quarterback hits, pass interference, guy steps out of bed. The ones that aren't aren't. Why can't I review if the offensive tackle really was holding? They got the technology at their disposal. Why not use it? Yes, if you want to. If why not? 
it's not slowing the game down. You still have the same amount of red flags. But if it's a penalty, because an offsides penalty may very well cost you the same as a penalty that you can't re- that you can review. Oh my gosh! It's, we had a different play call. Now it's third and ten. We got eight yards out of it. Now we got a punt. Cost us a game. And my guy didn't jump off sides. There was no illegal procedure. I just don't get it. We uh, Aaron on the side. Soft isn't right. The, the players didn't ask for this. It's the rules committee keep doing it. Players are tough as hell as they've always been. But I can tell you this: they don't have to go through the same protocols. And concussion protocols different than giving the quarterbacks a chance to actually play football and defensive guys to actually be able to tackle a quarterback who's getting ready to throw a ball. That's your job. Right. It's overboard. And, it's, and it, board, it does border on unwatchable and laughable. It's humiliating to watch at times because the, the league's better than that, and quarterbacks should know that you're going to get hit. That's part of it. If it's, if it's legal and fair, deal with it. Well, with Sean being fired up, you ready to make some picks? Well, if you want to, if you want me to keep dominating, I guess. I mean, it's it's part of the game, you know. I mean, sometimes you lose, sometimes you win. Well, Look, you, you lose more than we do. Or it's oh whoa, why 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 why? Sometimes you got to get up back up on that goose. You got to know when to hold them and know when to throw them away. Damn yep, right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Hey, when in doubt, pinky out. Yep. I mean, get That's back it. get back in the stirrup. Right. Around here. A new sound spectacular. Sean Salisbury. NFL quarterback This is the all new Sean Salisbury Show. Final hour of the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lalima, Ryan, Money, Astros, Mariners, Game 2 of the ALDS today. 237 first pitch at Minute Maid Park. 130 on deck show. Here on your home for Astros baseball, Sports Talk 790. Braves and Padres win yesterday. Thursday night football, Commanders and Bears. Sean, I don't know, man. You know, Padres we like, we, going to the series. We like to talk sports a lot. You know, on this show, we like to talk Astros, Rockets, because we are we the flagship station. We, we're the flagship station of the Houston Rockets and the Houston Astros. We, we cover the Texans. We, cover we talk national stuff. Big sports guys around yeah, here. Yeah, you know, one thing but that we don't talk enough, I think, according to Bob in Houston, you know, just it, politics, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought he wanted a Kamala Harris laugh. I'm not going to do it. Stupid, man. What about Bob though? Bob Don't get mad Houston. at Bob. Bob just uh, he, what he called I heart the Republican National Convention. Come on, Bob. Nobody takes sides here. Nobody cares. I mean, people care about politics, but. I mean, if you want to hear him, call in. We'll discuss we, policy with you. We don't get uh, we don't get his ratings. We don't get his support because we are we you and no, I. Says I heart overall. Yeah, right. We're the right arm. I don't. I don't know what we're going to do. But iHeart is nationwide, so yeah. I'm, they've, <laughs> yeah, like, they've got a lot of different I, views across this country. I yeah, bet. conservative, liberal, you know, I don't Republican, care. I don't Democrat, care. I could care less. Sports, I don't care. People who got I'm, the va- yeah. people who got the vaccine, people right. who didn't, people who love politics, people who don't. We don't spend a whole lot of time talking. Not politics much, man. Not and when much. we do, it's usually with a smirk on our face right. and kind of laughing. It's all in good right? fun. Right. At Rob HTX seventy eight, dude, do me a favor. Take a step back. Breathe a little bit. 
stop diving into all your policies and politics talk and watch the Astros. Well, I'm brokenhearted. I don't know what we're going to do without him listening. (laughs) Pretty good, wasn't it? Well, listen. Not bad. Listen, a listener, if you listen, you're a listener who listens while you're listening, and (laughs) it makes you a listener. And so we listen. <laughs> and we appreciate you listening. Ladies and gentlemen, the Vice President of the United States. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Baylor at West Virginia. Oh, we're Temple at. We can call it the best out of the line Dude, first. Are NFL you ready? College. Are you here today? What's the. Read those. Read the uh, standings oh. real back. Creek in college there for me, Rhino. Oh, and he wants to know, know if I'm Microsoft ready. Microsoft Word's having a really hard time loading right now. Is it? Well, yeah. I can remind we you lost, guys if you want. We lost. See, uh, Ryan, Sean is very Scorekeeper. old school. He's got this, like, yellow notepad. Keep school. Yeah. I keep record of everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the record stands right now in college football. Sean's 18 and 11. Did I get. Allegedly. Uh, 18. You sure it's only 18? Might be nineteen. Yeah, we're gonna, well. Okay. Yeah, anyway, I don't know that Trojan math you got there, but yeah, it's eighteen and eleven for Sean. Master's oh. degree. What? <laughs> oh, sorry, that's from Texas A&M. Uh, Brian is eleven hey. and sixteen and one. Hey, what am I? Eleven sixteen and one. You've got a tough sled. Dude, dude. There's no way. Well, you wouldn't say tough sled because yeah. that's you cross your metaphor. Oh, that's that's tough. What would you call it? This is a moral victory for me right here, but I think at least five games so far. I have- Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime time anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus i haven't covered because teams have lost by dude, like a dude, point or less get lied for all of us dude 16. oh that's well, called gambling yeah brian, brian you were 9 and 12 and you got a couple bonus picks to get you to 11 but your regular picks you went 0 for 4 so. well let me get back You're, did you just actually play well if i'd have had that one extra point that the guy didn't miss guess what's called gambling that's a moral victory every, for every me. single week we go through mm-hmm. that true and to round things out, I'm in the middle at 14, 10, and 1. I'm yeah. in, you know, Just striking t- distance what's, of Sean. What's a mixed metaphor for tough sledding? This Can you give me a brutal. Tough what? Tough, uh, tough, tough bike riding. Tough yeah. bike riding, man. <laughs> man, tough. Tough. All right, you want me to go first? Well, yeah, you, you are winning. To, yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> My bad. I mean, I hate to dominate, but let me. Um, all right. So we got this, this, we got four games between now. This is our Thursday Friday picks. We're picking three of them. Uh, I'm going to take Baylor on the road at minus three and a half at West Virginia. It's time Baylor played really good football. Dave Aranda's team goes on the road and wins in West Virginia, Morgantown. I got Baylor minus three and a half. Ryan, sorry, I was playing Country Roads. I got to get back to it here. But yes, okay, uh, Sean Baylor minus three and a half. I'm looking at. I'll take the over in that game. Do you have the uh, line at uh, 54 and a half? I do. The official betting website that we use indeed has 54 and a half. Can you uh, get us get us a little soft bed real quick? Uh, two of a kind working on a full house? Uh, sure, yeah. You're going to just give me a moment here. I'm going to get these picks typed in. I was playing Country Roads, Take Me Home. West Virginia. You know who West sings Virginia. that? Uh, <laughs> do you know, wait, don't say or Do you know yeah. who sings that? Uh, Lehman, do you know who sings that? Yeah. 
Really? Uh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he smokes a lot of weed. I just can't figure what? out. His no, name. no. Well, that's to well, be he, no, no, he might. He's an artist. Yeah, no. he he likes to. Oh, jeez. Who is it? Don't look. Willie Nelson. Googling. He's like. It's Willie Nelson, right? No, no. it's no. not. Who is it? John Colorado. I'm oh, just kidding. John Denver. And by the way, don't say John he, freaking Denver. Don't say he smokes a lot. I do believe that John Denver's passed away. He died in a plane crash. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, you're looking at. No, no, no. I really did know he died. There's a movie reference in. Uh, right. In. Uh, but you guys Super are saying, oh, he Wait. smokes, and you're saying he might, and it, it, John right. Denver's passed away. Two of a kind yeah. working and on the full. Now you See? do realize that's a Garth Brooks song, yes, so I, I technically do. can't play. Oh it. yeah, because he's not on. To, yeah. He's not on our. He's not on streaming platform. Yeah, we don't what have a, we don't have GP threes. Wow, tough man. Yeah. Did still, you make your I'm pick? I'm still on the fact that you yeah, don't know who John Denver is. Baylor, West Virginia. Okay, I'm taking West. What are you saying? You don't know who John Denver is. West Virginia plus three and a half. Whoa, Baylor's not playing good football. Traveling to Morgantown, tough place to play on the road. Give yep. me West Virginia plus three and a half. Okay, <laughs> like it. I don't really like it. I mean, you're you not going to like it pick. either. You like it. <laughs> You're not gonna know. He's not gonna. I like it because he's gonna lose another game. The classic. Okay. Is it, it's who's your up, pick, my pick up again. Okay. Yeah. Two more picks in college. Um, let's go over forty-six points on the UCF Temple game. Interesting. Like that. Brian, you confirm that line. You're the uh, final judge on the line. Say that again. Over forty-six in UCF versus yep. Temple. Forty-six. God, Temple. Plus 23 and a half. I know, that's tempting. I just don't know how good UCF is. Well, let's see. All right, my pick. I'm going to take uh, SMU versus Navy. I've got the line at minus 12 and a half for SMU. And they're playing tomorrow night, right? Yeah, that's uh, tomorrow, yes. We're allowed to pick Thursday or Friday for these. Yes, correct. Oh, man. Penn State, Michigan, that's on Saturday. Tomorrow, Navy at SMU. You took Navy, you said? No, I took SMU minus Ooh, 12 minus and a half. 12 and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Two touchdowns, we could do that. Give me Navy plus 12 and a half. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going it's off the rails with these last, picks. I know. It's all right. Yeah. <clears throat> you okay? Yeah, I'm doing great. He's, he's getting all the, choked up in here, man. He's got the dusty Baker throat clear. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, come on. Okay, is it me again? Yes, sir. All right. Final college pick for you, or at least, you know, on the bonus side. Let's go, uh, what do we have for yards pass? Oh, you guys, we don't do props on Thursday, Friday. Is that correct? I guess we don't. Okay. Um, This is probably, uh, I'm I'm probably risking, I'm going to take the under on UTSA Florida International 63 and a half. Okay. When is that game? Oh, uh, Friday night. Oh, okay. It's just not showing up on my odds. I got you. Okay, so UTSA, uh, you said under what? 63 and a half, Florida oh, International. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, that, that spread is 33 and a half. It's quite a spread. <clears throat> Yikes. So if you win by 33 and a half, you got to score 60 to their th- 20. So you got 60 to get that. I, I This game reeks of like 40 to 50, 40 to 17 type of game for me. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Tough man, tough, tough, tough boating, tough boating. Instead of sledding, right? <laughs> All right, I'll uh, I'll go UCF covering the spread minus twenty three and a half. Okay, you gonna yes. take Temple? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. 
Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Final pick. Who took the, uh, what were the picks for Baylor and West Virginia? I know I took West Virginia plus three and a half, but who took over? I took over. And I took Baylor Baylor. by three and a half. Okay, give me the under. Under on Baylor, West Virginia? Yes, 54 and a half. Okay, got you down. That's our three college picks. That was crisp. That was precise. Bada bing, bada boom. Precise equal dynamic. That's it. Yeah. We're all, oh man, I'll tell you what, we got a minus going on. We got a minus. We got we, NFL, yeah, too. Yeah, I can't span the ball. Well, yeah, I didn't know we were doing NFL real quick or save it no, for next save time. No, save it. Save it. Save it. Yeah. You Good. Use a showdown, I just dude. want you guys to just drive the show, all right? Well, Brian, we're trying to keep it organic. Then, then what exactly right. are you going to do today. the whole day? Yeah. What exactly are you going to do? I'm Bullets. still waiting for us to come into a the Lalima Lounge. The Lalima Lounge. You know what I mean? With a nice je- jazz bed. I've heard they play terrible A nice music Jack and Coke in your hand. <laughs> your little Lima Lounge blows. Why? You've never even been. Hence. Ryan's been? Hence. Good spot. Yeah. One and done. It was that day that you, t- you took off, remember? Yeah, exactly. The self-appointed <laughs> Lima Lounge. <laughs> we get our NFL picks in next on the Sean Salisbury Show. Welcome back to the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian Lalima, Ryan Money here with you on a Thursday. The Astros and Mariners in game number two of the ALDS 237 first pitch at Minute Maid Park. 1.30, our Astros on deck show starts exclusively on your home for Astros baseball, Sports Talk 790. How about my guy Steve Phillips, MLB Network, says two out of every three outs for Fran Valdez is a ground ball. Yep. He says he throws bowling balls. That's such a great way to, that's a great way to put it. Bowling balls coming out of his hand today. Me a heavy, down, ground balls, hard outs down. And when you throw and bowling balls, those that the heavy ball is hard to move out of the infield, and a lot of ground balls. And Framber's on the mound today with an excellent chance to go up 2-0, and I can't wait. Yep, speaking of Major League Baseball, Braves and Padres won yesterday, and then, of course, we have our NFL picks tonight, the Commanders and the Bears. Ryan, who's winning the uh, NFL side of things? Ryan's on the phone. Just kidding. He's taking one of our wonderful callers at 713-212-5790. Let's just ask Sean. Sean, are you winning the NFL picks? Um, Yeah. You are? Okay. I I am. Yes, all right, I'm back. So, the... Picks after the bonus pick from Monday Night Football. The record stands: Sean is sixteen, eleven, and one. Brian, you're fifteen and twelve, and I am falling behind at twelve and fifteen. Close, close. Yeah, th- this is more striking distance for you everybody. You never go broke taking a profit. If you're in gambling, if you're on the plus side, making money. Scared money don't make money. You miss hundred percent of the shots. Many, that you, how many you crochets take? can you throw in a day? You think? How many? How many you think you could throw in a day? Maybe two dozen. A baker's you're dozen. You're good for a couple. You're good for a couple. You're the guy who thinks a baker's dozen's fourteen, right? Two dozen, twenty four, <laughs> twenty four. That's a lot, man. But you know what? You got to shoot for the stars, brother. Come on, man. I Do mean, I, it's just too easy. You know what I mean? Aim high, right? Aim high. Aim high. Yep. Scared money don't cash the check. Oh wait, crossing metaphors. <laughs> hey. 
cliche sayings. I could probably a- knock a- out 24. Aim small, miss big. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Buy high, sell low. That's it. <laughs> a picture's worth a lot of words. Yeah. Tell you what, a picture's worth a lot of faces. Yep. They don't call me cliche Lalima for nothing. A penny yeah. saved is a penny that you have. Yeah. yeah. See? It's like a dime weight, not a dollar. It is. Instead of a dollar weight, not a dollar. <laughs> there you go. Speaking of dimes, no, not Danny Dimes of the Giants. They leave you eight cents change <laughs> instead of nine cents change. Cut on a dime and leave you eight cents change. I'm waiting for a guy to throw that one out. Well, what are we going to do with the other two? We got, yeah. uh, see? I guess since you're winning the NFL side of things, too. Oh, you want me to start again? Commanders yeah. and Bears. <laughs> yeah. Commanders at Bears. The spread is minus one. For the Commanders, over-under set at 38. Real barn burner this game. What a game. brutal game this is going to be. Only on Amazon Prime. Yeah, only on Amazon Prime. Um, I'm going to tell you this. If I you don't have Amazon Prime, go don't get, get it. Make sure you get it. This is a big <laughs> yeah. one. I am going to go, this is purely non, not researching statistics at all on this gamble pick here. Don't need it. 38 points is the over-under. Correct. It's probably going to be the low-under of the week. Washington's quarterback under fire from his head coach. Head coach under fire has to apologize to a quarterback. Bears' passing offense has been ripped all year long. Everybody thinks this is going to be a clunker tonight on Thursday Night Football, and it may very well be. Offense, as a matter of fact, it'd make you throw up in your mouth watching these two teams play at times. Take the over in 38 points. You're going to take the over? Take the over in the game. Okay. This game ends up like 21 21-17 makes a push. But this is going to be, um, all I'm asking is for three touchdowns and, and a, two touchdowns and a field goal. Or two touchdowns and two field goals, obviously. I said 37 or 38. It's 38, right? Yes, yeah, I don't, I don't need the push. So give me... All, all I need is it, it, simple. Just both teams score me a touchdown a quarter. Look, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, man. Everything... Take the over. All things point to take the under. I'm going against my rule. Take the over. Everything... There will not be a lower under the, over under this whole weekend. Everything yeah. going on with uh, Carson Wentz and his uh, head coach, Ron Rivera. <laughs> Carson Wentz is going to gather those those guys and say all for one, one for all. Let's go get this dub. You're telling me he's going to rally the troops. Yes. Circle. See, it's the says, wagons. No, but you got to give me a mixed metaphor. You can't say circle the wagon. Circle. Hey, let's circle the Look, horses. He's, he's not going to have his tail between his feet. Yeah. Well, he plays good tonight. He won't have to worry about having his tail between his feet. You're right. Yeah. What do you, they got to circle the automobiles, dude. I think just let's cir- they're circling the automobiles and coming together. I'm up next because I'm in second place. Yeah, very nice. I'm going to take the under. Okay, and you're just going opposite of me because you think well. Well, there's very few limits that we you know. Yeah, there's only here, so yeah. many picks in this right. dumpster fire of a game. Yeah. Let's see. Dumpster fire. Love that. What a cabinet fire this is, huh? Yeah. There you go. Kitchen what fire. What a tall kitchen bag fire. <laughs> You guys are on it today. See, I was going to do the commanders, but man, with all this Don't drama, tell us how rough the water is, dude. All this drama. Sit your that, ass back well, there and bring in the ship. Well, right. I was going to do a shameless plug of our interview with Ian Rappaport, <laughs> but ruin that. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> wow. All of this could be found where? <laughs> Sportstalk790.com. Sean Salisbury show page. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Ian Rappaport, you know, detailing coaches on the hot seat, the drama with Dan Snyder. So despite all that, I'll be an idiot and take the commanders minus one. Basically a pick them in this game. Okay. 
I love your style, man. Yeah, I do what I can. I really love it's your just, style. It's even better when I'm not interrupted. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Quit doing that to him, man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable All right, Sean. Back to you. Are we doing any other? Are we yeah, doing just the well, one pick? What, we, are we, what is, what's the prop pick? Yeah, let's do a prop Pull pick. Pull them up. We do that on the NFL. We just didn't do it on college. Give me Wincy. You going Wincy? No, I can't. It's your pick. I can't pick yet. Go ahead. Let's see. We go to... Where's nope. your, I thought you were prepared. I am. I got it. Hear a lot of typing over there. <laughs> usually, usually, I ha- I mean, it's not for some reason player props. There we go. Come on, give them to me. There we go. Uh, who do you want? Uh, Sean I, okay, give me Fields passing numbers. Fields passing. Oh, God. 168 and a half. What? Yeah. Nah, you know that's what? A, that's a pick. Give me the over. Taking yeah. the over. Okay. Yep. 168 and a half. Carson Wentz set at 218 and a half. Give me the over. You took Wincy? Yep. All right. Can you give me, I guess, a top receiver for either team? I'm sorry. Say that again. Can you give me a top receiver for either David team? David Montgomery. Quarterbacks. Oh, actually, no. What's uh, is Fields at .5 interceptions? Let's see. Interceptions. If I can find it. Man, dude, these are... They switched it up, man. I don't, I don't think anybody wants There's to bet on this game. Interceptions, .5. Yeah, give me fields to throw a pick. Yep. All right, and what about for... What about Wincy? What are his... Interceptions? .5? .5. This is like, like baseball number. One and a half. One and a half. One and a half. One and a half. Wincy, how about sacks on fields? No, that's Sacks detailed. by Ooh. Washington's defense. Uh, God, I gotta let me dig in here. Come on, man! I can't find that. That's a very detailed. Yeah, it's not, it's just sacks. It's not towards it's the sacks. There's not. It's not in here. There's oh. field goal. There's kicking props. There's rushing props. This game is so garbage. You want to just keep it at two picks each? No, I don't. Defensive props, <laughs> tackles, and assists. Okay, but there's no there's no sacks on the defensive props. No, there's not. Not that I, I can, can we find. create our own player do, props. Do we have to have that? We can do that. Okay, but we don't. We wouldn't know what the sacks would be set at. All right, we can set our own. Uh, just, yeah, go ahead just, and set just, it. No, no. The uh, let's go. What's the rushing stats for the? Give me a receiver catches in Washington. Receiving yards, the first one listed, and he's not even a, he's not even a David Montgomery, uh, Curtis Samuel. All right, this is this is this game sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is not yeah. good. Uh, what's touchdown? Forty six. Curtis Samuel, forty six and a half. What what what's what's Wincy's touchdown passes? Wincy. Touchdowns for Carson Wentz, one and a half. Give me the over. Oh, okay. I'll take the under on that. Of course you will. So, Brian, you got Wentz throwing for over two, uh, 218, but you got him throwing less than two touchdowns, or yes. one and a half, gotcha. Yes. Okay. I'm done. This game is terrible. Terrible. I don't even know what to pick. Uh, we'll go. What's uh, Dude, any, any rushing s- touchdown bets or anything like that? You want? How about uh, rushing? Hey, here you go. Give rushing me. yards. Yep. Here, here's one. Take this one. Rushing yards for Justin Fields, forty-one and a half. Rushing yards yes. for Justin Fields, forty-one and a half. Give me the under. Okay, taking the okay, under. Okay, you know, do me a favor. Since the segment's not over, 
Should be. I, I want to say that he's going to take. I'm going to stick with my. I think he's going to take the over, but that's fair. Go ahead. Okay. Moving that's on. It. Done. That's it. Picks are in. The great picks of the great Thursday night what a, game. What a terrible yeah, game. And that segment sucked as much as the game did. What was wrong with that one? I'm not thinking I'm just throwing strays. Going strays. Come on, man. I'll get us back on track. Yeah, I wanted to talk politics. Framber <laughs> Valdez is going to throw bowling balls, according to Steve Phillips. Is that good? I awesome. think so. Yes, it is. We'll talk about Framber Valdez and the keys for him to today. That's next on Sports Talk <laughs> 790. See you later, Ryan. Bye, Ryan. Why you got a loud talking? What? Guys trying to sneak attack on out the building. Later, bro. (laughs) No, Noah's in here. Hey, uh... Today, let's see, what time is it? We're clock watching. Right, it's, uh... 9.36. 14 minutes early. The dock a little pay today, I guess, right? (laughs) I'm bad at math. It's 24 minutes early. That's 24. Yeah. Saying. Yes, all right. Hey... Hey, hey, Ryan, nice job. Way to go all Texans on us and bail out the fourth quarter. Whoa. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> He's actually going to work. He is. Okay. I mean, look, Noah's man. in here early. That'll be great. That Hey, that's actually, guess where that extra pay goes? All that signing bonus. That, I don't know. Only uh, time Rhino's will tell. Right into Noah's pocket. I don't, only time will tell. I like the sound of that. Yep. And plus my dog. I, I think Kilo likes Noah more than he likes Rhino. That's man, he's just taking I, I can straight either confirm, bullets all over the place. Man. I can neither confirm nor deny. Unbelievable. I mean, only time will tell. In a jiffy. Why, why, dude, why, what, I, I, Speaking of time, <laughs> hey, hey, see you later, dude. Dude, grab that mic real quick. Yeah, uh, you want to? You want to co-host with us? As you switch studios, it's great to be on um, the other side of the glass. <laughs> hey, uh, you, are you leaving your glove on the mount? I would never. I'm taking my glove to the field. Minute Maid Park. Dude, you look great in your jersey. I hey, love the pl- fact that you wore cleats in your baseball pants, too. Yeah, they no, look they're great. really tight. Yeah, what I like size the tight are those, pants. man? Uh, extra small. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hey, Kilo said, Good hi, package. Noah. He said bye to you. Only time bye. will tell. Hey. Ryan's headed over to Minute Maid Park I'm so glad you're leaving early. Can I come with you so I don't have to listen to his cliches? Good gracious. No, you don't even have any idea. Well, you know what you're in for. You've heard this guy before. I mean, speaking of speaking of time... 237 first pitch for the Astros. Yeah, from the gem, six plus today. On deck show started at 130 here on Sports Talk 790. Six and two thirds. Big key for me, throw strikes. Just throw strikes. Stay away from the wall. I'm going to tell know? you what, that's that analysis. It's good, isn't it? I mean, hey, did you know what you were getting into when you came on here? No, I mean, have you heard anything better than that? Here, let's turn Red's it over. riveting, man. Hey, listen to this great analysis. Tell me again what he needs to do. Throw today. strikes. <laughs> Stay away from the walks. I got one for you. Let's see who can come up with the best analysis. Okay. okay. Noah, pop in on this. Noah, welcome in. Thank you for doing triple duty today. Yeah. You know, I mean... It's good that it's Rhino, just another day in the life you know, of Noah. Say, say bye to the diva, <laughs> yeah, Rhino. Right. Um, you, all right. So you said what? Give me that analysis again. <laughs> the key for <laughs> the key for Framber Valdez throw strikes. And I got one. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> the key put the bat on the ball. <laughs> Look, I know you're Don Alvarez. Hit the walk off. But he just, look, it's simple, man. For the offense, 
See yeah. ball, hit ball. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Chime in. I mean, we're looking for expert analysis, buddy. What do you think? How about make the routine play? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, hey. Just catch the baseball. Listen. I'm going to tell you what it's a real hit the cutoff, man. That's it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> expert analysis. Seriously, communication. You, you, will get some of, you will get some of this on oh, national shows. Hey, man, what do you think? Well, here's, here's, I think, the big key against Fromm. Oh, man. I get the big key. You'll hear some national shows. Hey, they, they, listen, he's just got to throw strikes. Harold Reynolds is 100,000% today going to be like, look, with Framber Valdez being a ground ball pitcher, infielders make the routine plays. Now, I'm going to tell you, putting the bat on the ball is going to be a key. Right. It's going to be huge. Yeah. It's, it's the little thing. Yeah, it is. It's, 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 <laughs> but have you ever noticed when people say it's a little thing, they never tell you what, what those little what things are? What things are. Right. It's the little hey, things. It's, 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 the, it's the real little things. Hey, okay. So name those. What are the little things? Just well, put the, the bat things. on the ball. Um, Don't run through signs. You can't third base. You know what I'm saying? You can't run through. Do not run through the. the, the Don't run through the stop sign. You can't. You can't. You can't run through the, the, the yield sign. Exactly. <laughs> Expert analysis and a bullpen. You know what? There, d- d- don't walk anybody. There will I mean, be deep expert analysis. There will be somebody out there that will say the Astros need to bunt more. You know what? I think that a good one, too, a really good one is is put the ball in play. Don't you think? That's it. I mean, that's, a, that's a that's a key, right? No, there. I mean, with this analysis, don't you believe that there's a chance? I mean, easy to bet the game now, right? This sounds like what private school parents tell you before your game starts. <laughs> yeah, high school. seriously, <laughs> is hey. that speaking from experience, honey? Exactly. Yes. You hey. played private school? Yeah. Oh, how was that? Yeah, give me one. Give me the pregame yeah, speech yeah, from, what from the parent. Would be? Give it to me real quick. Well, we covered it all. Just throw strikes, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. <laughs> oh, here's here's another one. Give a hundred and ten percent. Honestly, if you do, if you if you give one hundred and ten percent and don't chase balls out of the strike zone, but the key is. The the, the, the key is honestly, you got to make no. It's great now. Make the routine play, man. Make the routine play. Do the what? Hundred do the little, do things. little things, man. You know, I, I just hope that you put the bat on the ball today. Just see the ball, hit the ball. Do you? You opened up this with saying, "Throw strikes." Yeah, it's a novel concept. It right? is because you know sometimes Framber gets away from throwing strikes and he, and he walks people. Yeah, just throw strikes. So you don't want him to run. You don't want him to run. There you go. You don't want him to walks equal. Or, yeah, walk equal or run. Do you know how yeah. many time? You know what the percentages of leadoff walks scoring? High, sixty percent. Well, at least you delve deep into your statistics, your your metrics. Do you want me to break out war? Nope. We're gonna leave that off the show. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna leave that off the show. What are, are, are we? Well, our, our our call screener went down. Yeah. Uh, in here, Noah. Do you, do we have anybody on the line? Uh, yeah, we got, we Terrence got, does. Terrence wants to talk baseball analysis. Can you, okay, well, can you, can you, can you, can you click, us, click him in for us? We don't have it anymore. Hello, Terrence. Terrence, how you doing? Hey, guys, how's it going? Awesome. I was just going to say, you know, at the end of the game, if we score more runs in them, we can win. Typically, that's 100% of the time you win. Yeah, if you score more runs than the Mariners today... You got a good shot yeah. at winning this game, I would think, don't you? Uh, 
I think that's a hundred percent guarantee. You'll you'll win the game. Yep. Hey, do the simple things, the little things, Terrence. Uh, yeah. Put, put the bat on the ball. Score more runs than them. You know what I'm saying? Don't make any errors. Stay down on yeah, the ball. That's an, that's another private school. Hey, honey, if you're at shortstop, stay stay down on the ball. Right, right. Uh, Noah, did you ever get that one? Hey, just stay down on it. How about keep your eye on the ball? Yeah, too? there we go. Terrence, that's another one. We're gonna keep our eye on the ball, man. Straighten it out, Billy. That's what we hear a lot. <laughs> Terrence hit it right on the spot, though. Thanks, Terrence. Thanks, Terrence. Yeah. Great call. Yeah. Hey, what do you at say? the end of the day, score more runs. Yeah. Hey, honey, honey. Hey, hey, sweetheart. Just throw strikes. No, nothing better than a, a, a the middle parents, infielder. The, the good parent speech is awesome. No, nothing better than a middle infielder booting a baseball and then a, then a dad in the stand from the ground up. Yeah, exactly. Stay down on it. Yeah, and and then the kid every pitch or when he says throw strikes every pitch, he's looking up into the stands because the mom and dad are yelling at him. Yeah. Throw strikes. Is it's, it okay? Did mom the, and dad approve? The, the best yeah. part is when a kid yanks a ball foul and then the mom's in the straighten in the, it out. Straighten it out, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> my favorite. Straighten it out. The true part of this game tonight, though, is in this ballpark. Got He does it up. You're gonna say it. he does got to stay with the ground ball theme that he's had all year long right. and in his career. So you want to actually break down? No, I'm just saying that that is true. I'm though. saying next segment. Keep the that'll because you don't want one swing of the bat. No, like what happened. You keep the ball in the ballpark, which is a great advantage with him because obviously the roof will be closed with the threat of rain. And he is a just make sure the ball what he pitches doesn't stay up in the strike zone, right? Keep the ball in the ballpark, which has been a a uh, what's the word I'm looking for has been a staple of his, yeah, right, so right. You not, not, give... not not a not a what do you call a staple? You'd probably call one of the things a a pen of his instead of a staple, a stitch, yeah, a stitch of his instead yeah. of a staple, stitches, yeah. No, keep it down. Simple, easier said than done, right? Keep the ball down. <laughs> Straighten <you> it out. <laughs> Will Jake Myers get the start in center field? We'll talk about that next in the show on Sports Talk 790. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Final segment of the Sean Salisbury Show here on Sports Talk 790. Sean Salisbury, Brian LaLima, Noah Fouts in for Ryan Money. Ryan went over to Minute Maid Park. He's working the game today. So, Noah, thank you for sitting in these last two segments. Absolutely. Astros and Mariners, game two of the ALDS, 237 first pitch. 130 on deck show starts here on Sports Talk 790. It's Framber Valdez for the Astros and Luis Castillo for the Mariners. Braves and Padres won yesterday. Thursday night football, barn burner of a game. Commanders and Bears tonight in action on Amazon Prime. Hey, real quick note before we finish up talking Astros. Carlos Correa. All signs are leading to him opting out. He said, quote, It is obvious that with the option that I have, the structure of my contract, I can get out. With the year I had, my health, and being at the best time of my career at the age of 28, the right decision is that. Hence, 
why, well, first of all, it's no shock. Second of all, that's why you don't give him the opt-out that he wanted here. Because he'd have done the same thing here. He'd have, he'd have milked him for a year. Or he's, let me rephrase that. He'd have milked it for a year. Played good baseball. What did he hit? 20-some home runs, yep. 60-some RBIs, and 800 OPS. Yeah. Hit, what, 280, 281, yep. something in that range? Okay, so a really good player. Uh, 106 wins without him. It seems like they're going to be okay, right? Be great to have him because he's been clutch in a postseason monster and a guy who friggin' loves talking about a flair for the dramatic. But this is no shock that he's opted out in Minnesota. He would have done it here, hence why I'm never, ever, ever, never, ever, never, ever, ever giving a one-year opt-out to a player because he's just going to do it, and he wins. And it's okay to win when both sides win, but what do you get out of it? Right. Now, now so, you have to find a shortstop. Yeah, and then they're not going to pay him $330 million bucks here. So to me, nah, I'll, I'll pass. I'd do the same exact thing they did again. Same exact thing they did again. Yeah. But good luck to him. I hope he gets paid. He's a hell of a player, and he's going to get paid by somebody. I don't know if he's going to get paid $350 million. I mean, I, 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 for 10 years, I wouldn't. But again, then again, I told you, I don't do those long-term deals like that. They're not my favorite. But he is a hell of a player. Been healthy for two, in a, two years in a row now, for the most part. We know he's a damn good talent, and people hold him in high regard, and so do I. But I just think that many years and that much money is too much. I'd have done the same thing the Astros did then, as I said, and I'd do, I'd, I'd do it again. So opted out, no surprise. Somebody's yeah, no, going to pay it. No shock there. Yep, Someone no will shock pay him at all. big time money. That's right. All right, talking Astros and Mariners in game two, would you stay, start Jake Myers in center field? Do yeah, we- I would. I, I don't know. Like This is not even looking at how these guys – or people have hit Castillo because I don't know. They've only said, fa- the Astros have only faced Castillo once. Yeah, and in I his don't career. know how they in, in the entire career. Yes. Okay. So now, but some players that have been somewhere else have they faced him anywhere else? I don't know what the what the, what that says about you know where they are with that. I don't care. I would imagine it, it, Dusty even hinted to it, didn't he? Yes. With the way he he said against Castillo, so maybe there, maybe you get a lead in this DS of the DH, or maybe Dusty allows. Um, Trey Mancini to play through this and DH again, then Jordan in left field. You saw him make defensive play or two. Um, so I would imagine, other than that, the lineup would stay pretty much the same with Altuve and Pena. Just uh, flip flop the center field, uh, flip the center field stuff and possible DH change, but maybe Mancini it. But the lineup should stay the same, I would imagine, as far as the hitting order, other than the changes that come in there. But they'll be probably pop. Uh, Plopped into the same spot. Castillo has faced the Astros only once in his career. That was back in 2019 when he was with the Reds. He limited them to two runs on two hits and six walks. Walks. Six of them. My goodness. Yeah, I know he, that was a couple he, years he, ago. He walks six today. He's going to get hammered. <clears throat> he, If he walks six today, he'll be out of that game quick and he won't last long. If he walks six today, then they're going to go down 2-0 and the series will be over. Um, but I don't expect him to walk that many, and I would expect, if I'm the Astros, to expect the best that Castillo has because he's a really good pitcher. Yeah, I think literally, and then on the flip side of it for Framber, the big key is all, all seriousness is fill it up and don't and limit the walks. That's it. Just limit the walks and then let the, let the stuff work and do for what you. you always do. Exactly. Per, per, limit walks and also keep the ball down in the strike zone so it stays in the ball, ballpark, which is something that he does as, as good as anybody in baseball. Yeah. So we'll see. Noah, what are you thinking for game two? I thought game one was kind of a must win because if you lose game one, then you got to face Castillo and then you got to go to Seattle. So I like where they're at. Um, 
I think a low scoring game for sure. Yeah, um, I'm thinking like you're talking three one, three two, four two, low scoring. Yeah. If you get to four runs, you probably win with these two. And I thought I, think. I thought the Astros were dug themselves in a hole late in game one because facing Munoz and then Seawall to the bullpen, I was like, oh, it's going to be tough to score against those guys. So I would make it a priority to get you know get some runs early. Yep. Yeah, that's, agreed. That's the that's another big key. For and, me. and if you're Seattle, you're going to have to get it from early because if he settles in and and is constantly forcing them to hit ground balls, it, it's going to be a, a a tough one. And he's, I believe, it may be Major League Baseball, the most innings in the American League, Fromber, this yes. year. And it might have been the entire Major Leagues. But he's going to go, you know, he's the, the stats and would tell you he's going deep and he's going to get a lot of ground balls. If so, low scoring says it. And Castillo's really good. And the Mariners went out and got him exactly for these reasons. Right. And to give him this chance. And with Fromber, the, the key for, you know, for the Mariners is you can't let him get comfortable and get into a rhythm because he's very, very capable of tossing eight innings before you know it. No, there's no question. But he settles in early. And you've got a fresh back into the bullpen when you talk you about Stanek and Presley waiting on their opportunity. Presley, Stanek, Naris. Um, who am I missing? Stanek? Well, you got Presley, you know, the back in, but you also got you got Urquidy and Garcia Urquidy, in the bullpen. Those are the two, yeah. Both right. of those guys that are fresh and ready to roll. And plus, I, plus Montero, Brown, all those guys are going to be available. They and, had a day off and Javier's been known. Javier can give you a lot. Right. You may not have to, hopefully not, but we know what he's like. He can, he can, he got a rubber arm up there. He right. can, and that's a compliment because he can ramp it up and he's good and um, they're going to be just fine. It's not, and with the time off, hell, it's, it's almost time to kick in with these, uh, with the bullpen, like to get like to get to the bullpen a little bit. Why? Tell you why? Because you to, to get them some work to the back end. Back into the bullpen will be nice. Yeah, looking forward to it. I'll be there. You going? Strongly, because I'm I'm on the bogus seven track. Do I go today, mm-hmm. or do I sit on the couch and watch it? Because you want to just focus in and dial in. I, I don't know yet. I haven't decided if I'm going today. I'll be tuned in for the entire night. Yeah. Yankees, uh, they're looking at some, a threat of rain, so that game might be postponed or delayed, just like we saw in the Braves game last last night. Not here in, in uh, Houston. You know why the uh, Astros are going to win today? I don't have any idea. We read it. You're on your own. What? Yeah, go ahead. No. Yeah, let's go. Uh, we are. This is. You a think team. we got to keep doing it? Yes. Is is, is uh, Noah going to do it? No, we I don't think so. We read it. What? We ready. What? Goodbye. What? Yeah. No. Nah. It's all right. Probably going to lose because nobody got into it. It's all right. I got into it for you. I was right, that's lo- okay. I was low talking you. That's right. That's fine. I wanted to give you your platform. Been there, done that. Stay the course. Yep. <laughs> Stay the course. Noah, thanks, brother. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Absolutely. Fill up the zone tonight, huh? That's it. <laughs> Do the little things. For Sean Salisbury, Noah Fouts filling in for Ryan Money. I am Brian Lalima. Thank you for listening. We're back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Don't go anywhere. In the Trenches is next on Sports Talk 790. Yeah, yeah. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.